This is Unfilter, episode 209 for October 19th, 2016. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump may face new challenges at tonight's final presidential debate. Those issues include a reported campaign emails and his alleged groping and kissing of women against their will. The latest CBS News poll shows 46 percent of female voters believe Trump does not respect women at all. It also found 63 percent of registered voters do not think Clinton is honest and trustworthy. This week's episode takes us to the beautiful city of Fresno, California. That's area code 209 on our area code podcast. <laughs> no. No, this is time for Unfiltered, one of the biggest shows of the year where we finish off the trilogy of debates. And if CNN has their all-star panel, if Fox News has their all-star panel, we have our all-star panel. You know me, I'm Chase. Joining us, running the controls, he's running the board, he's, he's pretty good, he's good, he's good on the audio effects, Mr. Chris Fisher. Hello buddy, it's good to be here, my first show, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you, you're doing yeah. a great job, thank keep you. up thank the great work. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but, the real news. The real news is, we have a third member on the crew this week, Mr. Michael Dominic, joining us on the Skype line, hey Michael! Oh Mike! Thanks for having me, guys. Let's wrap this horrible nightmare up. <laughs> I know. Here we are. Mike's joined us for all three live debates. And yes. so we're going to do the live thing, our live commentary. These have been pretty popular, and I think this is probably going to be an interesting one to follow. Yeah. And uh, before we go too far, also, mm-hmm. we have so many great clips this week around mean, all of the leaks. Wait, and, wait, wait. You mean the, your internet wasn't disrupted yeah. by some sort of national you know, country of some sort? I'm hoping if, uh, if all of the cards lie correctly on my table for me this week, I will do part two of 209 on Friday. No. I'm going to try. It would be 209 what? B. B. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know how to do He's that. So, hey, maybe 210. There's it, it, so much going yeah. on this week that I don't want the debates to be the the, the distraction. However, yeah. I want to give 209 the space to totally dig into yeah, this. Yeah, totally. We have a lot to get into. And why don't we start? The debates are about to start in just a couple of minutes. They've been hyped to hell this week. Well, it's in Vegas. And of course, when you've got something to hype, you've got to give it the double intro treatment like they do right here on Fox. As you can see, it is a beautiful day here in beautiful city of Las Vegas. That beautiful. In just 24 hours, we will see Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton face off for the last time. It's going to make history in many ways. For the first I think, time, a fo- I think Fox blew it here. Oh, really? Yeah, they totally blew Already? it. Already? Oh, they well, they blew the coverage right here. You know what they they should have done, Chris? Is you know every Sunday in America. You know, they, they do football, right? They have the Fox sports crew, you know, you know, Terry and all those guys are out there. Dun, 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 dun. I kind of feel like <sighs> we could should have done that. I kind of feel like that's what's going on right now. Well, why don't we we'll, why don't we play this? And then it is this is this, there is an interesting aspect. You know, Chris Wallace is a new Fox News Channel anchor is going to moderate a general election debate. The one and only fair and balanced Chris Wallace. Yeah, what's that, Mr. Donald? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. So Fox is very proud. They've been running like these uh, these uh, clips all week. Like that. This is a big deal for Fox all week long. Chris Wallace, fair and balanced. 
Uh, so right now, back at the debate hall, they're going over the format. That's the things they're talking about. In fact, I could give you a little, a little taste. Uh, of- the president of the uh, UNLV, Len Jessup, and the <laughs> head of the Las Vegas Convention. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? What was that? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. So geez. we like to say uh, thanks to our sponsors. Yeah. Gee, uh, this has been a hell of a week. There has been so many big stories breaking about Trump, about Clinton, about Podesta, about emails. It has been nuts to follow all of this. Uh, and here we are. And it looks like Hillary Clinton has a pretty solid lead in the polls right now. Mr. Dominic, if you were going to make a red book prediction for one of these candidates on uh, November 8th, who would you say wins the uh, general election? Oh, well, it's U- University of Las Vegas, so I'm making a bet. $1,000, <laughs> Hill Dog. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd bet it just about anybody a stake. Well, at five, uh, what is it, 553, 539, whatever that website is, uh, 85% certainty now that Hillary's going to win the election. Yeah, you know, there is there is a trend about this, though, that I feel like we're just sort of like shrugging off. Oh, it's it's no big deal. That's fine. But every single election now, or I'm sorry, every single debate, there has been a Turn trend. To the Democratic side of things, Hillary Clinton taking time off the campaign trail today at her home in Chappaqua, New York. She takes like three or four days off uh, before every debate and just like rests up or something. I don't know what's going on, but this week an email was leaked for or a part of the uh, email leaks. We from- can't take those emails, Chris, because they were from uh, Russian hackers. And since they're from Russian hackers, we can't even talk about them. You're right. We probably shouldn't we discuss can't. these. No, because they're from Russian hackers and we're just promoting Gosh, thanks, Russia. Thanks. And that's not good to not do. Not only that, Chase, but, you know, it might be illegal for us also to talk about these. Remember, it's illegal to possess uh, these stolen documents. It's different for the media. So everything you learn about this, you're learning from us and in uh, full disclosure let's take a look at what is in there and what it means yeah this this guy oh, has man. yeah this guy has been playing his role and so in these illegal emails apparently i violated the law by reading there is an email from uma that very or huma or however you say it very clearly clearly states that uh, they have to they have to be careful about uh, how long she speaks because okay here's literally the email we need to cut the speech in half because there's no podium for her to lean on that's like i'm paraphrasing and the and she's telling this to the writer, and the writer's like, "Wow, you need that's, to." That's why I wonder, you know, I, for all the the crap people have been giving Trump, obviously this yeah. whole election cycle, you know, be, leading into this debate, he brings up, you know, I'm here working, she's at home sleeping. Maybe there might be an ounce of truth to that because of the fact that we already seen how she's been dragged to a vehicle. Who knows, right? Do you have a guess as to how long the original speech length was? That they need to cut in half because there's no podium for her to lean on. Uh, the original probably I, I probably about fifty minutes or so. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, because you know I could see standing up there, I could get tired of standing up there for that long. Right. So that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, the original speech length was two minutes. What? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's that that came out this week, wow. although nobody's covering it, nobody's talking about it. So that's all. That so do is, we do we have? Uh, by the way, you guys, you know, thank you for letting me sit in on this third debate. You know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I really it's, pre- nice, it's nice to have you. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, but uh, do we have a format for this debate? How how have you guys been doing it? Mostly mystery science theater uh, oh, okay. three thousand style, yeah. where we we primarily allow the co- primary content to be the debate. But when somebody says something ridiculous, or when they make a good move, like debate wise, it's a power right. move or something like that. We'll talk about it. 
or if like a new bomb gets dropped by like a little stat or something like that, we'll talk about that. We kind of do a little bit of fact checking, a little bit of commentary, a little a little bit of production I mean, analysis. At, at the last debate, you know, Hillary was telling us to go to her website for yeah. fact checking. Yeah. So is that yeah. something that we we should? Be- <laughs> I don't think we'll go to that one. No. <laughs> Yeah. However, uh, one of the things that was interesting on the last debate was to watch Trump's um, reality TV experience play out oh, and yeah. see how he was he was watching the cameras and where they were at. Oh, yeah. And there was a couple circumstances where Hillary addressed the wrong camera. Never happened with Trump. No. And he would he would lurk behind her because uh, he knew which cameras were active. He he knows how to follow follow well, even lights. when the, the the debate was ending and you know they were asked the question you know say one good thing about each yeah, other yeah and the way Trump just knitted that on a bow and it was like almost a mic drop moment where yeah. he just. It was solid, solid, quick. He didn't even use his whole time. And so I like watching for those kinds of things. Uh, Obviously, it's always great to call out if something was a scripted moment. The candidate prepared for that. Oh, there's Chris Wallace, the debate moderator. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tune in and see see uh, what he's saying? Also, I planned. I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to tune into the official Fox News stream since it's a it's a Fox News host that's uh, doing the debate moderation. But. Oh, the EU. This is the Fox. EU. The <laughs> EU. The EU. This is happening on the Fox stream right now. They just, just as, what is this like? Oh God! Oh, God. Here we go. It's now time for oh, debate man. night in Vegas. I could have made a, I could have made a mock intro that was less corny than that. Yeah. It's a Fox News special presentation. <laughs> this is so much worse than the other two already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I, we're like in triple intro mode now. I'm Shepard Smith of Fox News, live at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, where we're just minutes away from the third and final presidential debate of the 2016 campaign season, right here on Fox. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump facing off for the last time before Election Day. It's their last chance to speak to... Did you hear that? I think Shepard Smith officially came out. Really? Yeah, I think that is a thing that happened this what, week. What, that he went from iPads to Surface Pros, or... No, no, Android, dude. Android. Really? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think he actually came out and admitted that he's wow, that's awesome. Arizona. Since the last debate, at least nine women have accused Trump of groping or Woo! kissing or sexually assaulting them. I believe he's actually saying this. He has <laughs> denied all of those allegations. The women came forward after the world heard a recording of Trump bragging that he can grope women whenever he wants because he's a celebrity. Wow, he Fox, claims that go. was just locker room talk, as he puts it. Of course, Clinton is also dealing with some issues of her own. Since the last debate, WikiLeaks has released thousands more hacked emails that it claims are from inside the Clinton campaign, plus transcripts of some of her paid Wall Street speeches. They show Secretary Clinton told Goldman Sachs executives that Congress had to crack down on Wall Street after the 2008 financial meltdown for political reasons. She's been out of sight for the past few days doing debate preparation, yeah, we're preparation. told. Yeah, so this yeah, will be yeah. Secretary Clinton's first chance to respond to these new releases. The moderator tonight, we're proud to announce, is our own Fox News Sunday anchor, Chris Wallace. Oh, you know, the, the thing is, is the media coverage has been so light about the WikiLeaks that she's been able to take these days off and not have to respond to well, it. Well, they, they've been light because of the fact that the, the media, the mainstream, is more pushing the Russian angle on yeah, this. Yeah. More heavier than before. I, I don't remember it ever being this heavy. It's way heavier than ever. Yeah. On very important issues tonight. He's got a very ambitious agenda. Debt, immigration, the economy, the Supreme Court foreign policy, and also the topic of who's fit to be president. The Clinton Mm. campaign says she stayed in serious prep mode today and that she plans to go after Trump on his business practices, how he's treated employees, and the issue of outsourcing since he so often... If she goes after him for business, I would go after her for the foundation. Oh, yeah. 
That's easy. Yeah. Now, obviously, since this is a, a Fox-moderated debate, you're going to see more maybe anti-Clinton questions. You I'm think? I'm not sure. So Wallace made a, had a quote saying something like, "I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to play the fact brigade or something like that." And I'm not, oh, like you know, like forcing Trump to do fact checks or like yeah, he's going like, to let the yeah. candidates say what they say. I guess right. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm not so I'm I mean, not clear on that. Statistically, they say on the by the third debate, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just yeah. not too much uh, vote sway. I mean, right yeah. now, yeah. Hillary, the numbers aren't moving at all. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. right now, Hillary is around seven percent ish. You know, I think one of the things that we shouldn't we shouldn't let pass without at least talking about is uh, this election cycle has taken the concept of the October surprise and turned it up to an entirely new level. October surprises are now coming on a daily basis. Yeah, and uh, there's. Two Two things I find interesting about that. Uh, I don't think it's any coincidence that Donald Trump is being slammed with these accusations by women right after he brought the rapists to the debate last time. Right. I think yep. the Clinton campaign said, you know what? Fine. We're going to hit them full bore. And they have been rolling out with their media partners an attack consistent. And it's been over oh, here. We go. Oh, here we go. From the Thomas and Mack Center at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I'm Chris Wallace of Fox News. And I welcome you to the third and final of the 2016 presidential debates between Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Donald J. Trump. Businessman. This debate is sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. The commission has designed the format, six roughly 15-minute segments with two-minute answers to the first question, then open right. discussion for the rest of mm, each I segment. I hope this isn't a format Both campaigns like too heavy. have agreed I... to those rules. Okay. For the record, I decided the topics and the questions in each topic. I have not been shared with Donald None Brzezinski. of those questions has been shared with the commission or, or the Brzezinski. two candidates. Yeah. The audience here in the hall has promised to remain silent. No cheers. Until now. Or other interruptions so we and you can focus on what the candidates have to say. No noise except right now. As we welcome the Democratic nominee for president, Secretary Clinton, and the Republican nominee for president, Mr. Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hillary comes out in the uh, customary white pantsuit. It's a new one, though. Classic it's a new dog one. gear. Yep. Yeah, I believe it's a new one, though, isn't it? Uh, and they, no, no shake right to the podium. Wow, that was. Boom. That was Secretary Clinton. Quick. I think she was willing to shake. Let's get right to it. The first topic is the Supreme Court. Here we go. We you both talked briefly. Probably the only topic Americans will care about tonight. I want to drill down on this because the next president will almost certainly have at least one. I wonder if he'll bring up McCain or possibly two or three appointments, which means that you having the committee will in effect determine the balance of the court for what could be the next quarter century. First of all, where do you want to see the court take the country? And secondly, what's your view on how the Constitution should be interpreted? Is, do the founders' words mean what they say, or is it a hmm. living document to be affl- applied flexibly according to changing circumstances? In this segment, that's Secretary a little leading Clinton, the witness. You go there. first. You have two minutes. Thank you very much, Chris, and thanks to UNLV for hosting us. She looks fired up. You know, I think when we go. talk about the Supreme Court, it really raises the central issue in this election, namely, what kind of country are we going to be? Okay. What kind of opportunities will we provide for our citizens? What kind of rights will Americans have? And I feel strongly that the Supreme Court needs to stand on the side of the American people, not on the side of the powerful corporations and the wealthy. For me, that means that we need a Supreme Court that will stand up 
on behalf of women's rights, on behalf of the rights of the LGBT community. Here we go. That will stand up and say no to Citizens United, a decision that has undermined the uh, election system in our country and has because you. of the way it permits dark, unaccountable money to come into uh, our electoral system. I have Except major for disagreements Soros. with my opponent <laughs> about these issues and others that will be before the Supreme Court. But I feel that at this point in our country's history, uh, it is important that we not reverse marriage equality that we not reverse Roe v. Wade. She's a master of running the clock. we stand up against Citizens United. We stand up for the rights of people in the workplace. Well, this that is we taking stand place in a basketball arena. say the Supreme Court should represent all of us. That's how I see the court and the kind of people that I would be. I, I actually think Donald Trump as a man probably feels the same way. I don't, but I don't know. You know, I agree. Of standing up That's what he should do. <laughs> yeah. Although the Republicans would freak the f- oh, yeah. Americans. And I look forward to having that opportunity. I would hope that the Senate would do its job and confirm the nominee that President Obama has sent yeah, to them. They're That's gonna... the way the Constitution <laughs> fundamentally should operate. The president I wouldn't have mentioned that because it makes me think you're going to have the same problem. Advises and consents or not, but they go forward with the process. Secretary Clinton, thank you. Mr. Trump, same question. Where do you want to see the court take the well, country? Around the clock and perfectly. How do you believe yeah. the Constitution should be interpreted? Well, first of all, it's great to be with you, and thank you, everybody. The Supreme Court, it's what it's all about. Our country is so, so, it's just so imperative that we have the right justices. Something happened recently where Justice Ginsburg uh, made some very, very inappropriate statements toward me and toward a oh. tremendous number of people, many, many millions of people that I represent. And That's not the way to go. To That's a mistake. That's a bad mistake. But these were statements that should never, ever have been made. We need a Supreme Court that, in my opinion, is going to mm. uphold the Second Amendment and all amendments, but the Second Amendment, That's a which is under yeah. absolute siege. Well, he's definitely playing to the party on I that. I believe if my opponent should win this race, which I truly don't think will happen, uh, we it, will have a Second Amendment, relationship with math, but okay. a very, very small replica of what it is right now. But I feel that it's absolutely important that we uphold because of the fact that it is under such... Uh, trauma. Uh, I feel Hmm. that the uh, justices that I am going to appoint, and I've named 20 of them, the justices I'm going to appoint. Yeah, this is actually, I think, his strongest. Yeah, this is probably his strongest area. uh, They will be protecting. Almost his only area. They are great scholars in all cases, and they're people of tremendous respect. Uh, They will interpret the Constitution the way the founders wanted it interpreted. And I believe that's very, very important. I don't think we should have justices appointed that decide what they want to hear. It's all about the Constitution. Is he trying of, to look presidential of, here, Chase? And, and so important. I think he's just trying to remain calm here. I mean, because I think it's going it to temperaments going to come up. Things are going to going to pop up for oh, sure. Yeah. I, I want. I think the American people Mr. are Trump, pissed. Thank you. We yeah. now have about ten minutes for an open discussion. I want to focus on two issues. Open that discussion. In yeah, fact, different kind of format. The justices that you name could end up changing the existing law of the land. First is one that you mentioned, Mr. Trump, and that is guns. Secretary Clinton, you said last year, and let me quote, the Supreme Court is wrong. What did the WikiLeaks on the say? Second Amendment. What did the now, WikiLeaks in fact, say? In the 2008 Heller case, 
The court ruled that there is a constitutional a right seat. to bear arms, but a a right that is Would reasonably like limited. Those were the words <laughs> yeah. of, the, uh, of the judge. Do we need to count the head nods here? She's, she's at least What's in the 10 right that? now. Well, first of all, I support the Second Amendment. I lived in Arkansas for 18 wonderful years. I represented upstate New York. I understand and respect the tradition of gun ownership. It goes back to the founding of our country. Hmm. Uh, but I also believe that there can be and must be reasonable common sense. regulation. Come on, say common sense. Um, because reasonable I support reform. the Second Amendment doesn't mean that I want people who shouldn't have guns to be able there to threaten go. you there and kill go. you or members of your family. And so when I think about what we need to do, we have 33,000 people a year who die from guns. I think we need comprehensive background checks. Less we sniffs. need to close the online loophole, close the, uh, the online gun loophole. show loophole. There's other the gun show that loophole. I think I are sensible that. that are or is that a state by state thing? These are weak talking points. Yeah. That are not in any way conflicting. She doesn't register as genuine with this. No, it isn't. It's, it's, it's saying, the same talking points uh, we've heard from not just her, but other Democrats. With the way the well, this is a fairly moderate uh, restrictionist point of view, right? Nothing special. Because what the District of Columbia was trying to do was to protect toddlers from guns. And so they wanted people <laughs> with guns to safely store them. And the oh, it's, it's for the kids. Didn't accept that reasonable regulation, but they've accepted many others. So I see no conflict between saving people's lives and defending. But the, the thing is, the, the life count isn't going to change. Here. The bipartisan you know, open debate coalition uh, got millions of votes on questions to ask here. And this was, in fact, bad. one of the top questions that uh, they got. How will you ensure the Second Amendment is protected? You just heard Secretary Clinton's answer. Does she persuade you that while you may disagree on regulation, minutes, that in fact she supports a Second Amendment right to bear arms? Well, the D.C. versus Heller decision uh, was very strongly, and she was extremely angry about it. I watched. I mean, she was very, very angry. It's a pretty good go-to answer. And, yeah. Probably prepared. Justice Scalia was... Uh, so involved, and it was a well-crafted decision. Ooh, call back to Scalia, very was good. Extremely mm-hmm. upset, extremely angry, and people that believe in the Second Amendment and believe in it very strongly were very upset with what she had to say. Well, let me let me bring in Secretary Clinton. Were you extremely <laughs> upset? Well, I was upset because, unfortunately, dozens of toddlers oh, uh, injure themselves, even kill people with but guns that's not... because unfortunately yeah, not play, she's who, so good i mean um, has loaded guns in their homes takes appropriate precautions. i think it plays with people who don't no have a position on I guns but i think gun owners they feel like do you think i'm a dumbass right and right it, it's a it's a whole situation a where sensible it's it's like the um the, the not bulldog. I'm sorry, uh, Rottweilers and other yes, pitbulls and right, things like sure, that. Sure, I where, can see that. Where people say, "Well, you know, we're going to restrict in our city or yeah. in our area yep. that you can't have these yeah. animals." Yeah. But it's not the animal's fault. Right. It's the owner. Yeah. Of course, we're going to protect and defend the Second Amendment, but we're going to do it in a way that tries to save some of these 33,000 lives that we lose every well, year. Let me bring Mr. Trump back into that because, in fact, well, then you should you make cars opposed- illegal. Yeah. Any limits how many, uh, how on do you lose weapons, to cops? any limits on high-capacity magazines you support. Oh, wait, we don't have that stat. right to carry law. Why, sir? Well, let me just tell you, before we go any further, in Chicago, which has the Chicago. toughest Chicago. gun laws in the oh, United no. States, probably you could say by far, they have more gun violence than any other city. So we have the toughest laws, and you have tremendous gun violence. 
I am a very strong supporter of the Second Amendment, and I am, I don't know. Hillary's team is way better about observing online memes and making her avoid that same mistake. Of the NRA, and it's the earliest endorsement they've ever given to anybody who ran for president. So I'm very honored by all of that. I think Trump uh, brings up a great point, is that, as you know, Chicago has some of the strictest laws in the nation when it comes to gun violence and gun control. It hasn't made a lick of difference. Well, there is a correlation between gun deaths and areas that have stricter gun laws, right? It's true. It's a yeah. pretty linear, positive correlation. Which divides you and the justices that whoever ends up winning this election appoints could have a dramatic effect that there, and that's the issue of abortion. Right. Mr. Trump, you're pro-life, but I, uh, I want to ask you specifically. These are big, very polarizing questions. Support, including very the justices that too. you will name. You know what's very interesting? We're about, what, 10, in, 10, 15 minutes in? No big soundbite, no big fight. Because very cordial. Pro-life, and I will be appointing pro-life judges, I would think that that will go back to the individual states. But I'm asking you specifically, would you if like to... If they overturned it, it'll go back to the states. But what I'm asking you, sir, is do you want to see the court overturned? You just said you want to see the court protect the Second Amendment. Do you want to see the court overturned? Well, Roe if Wade? we put another two or perhaps three justices on, that's really what's going to be... Ha- that will happen. And that'll happen automatically, in my opinion, because I am putting pro-life justices on the court. I will say this, Cliff it will too. go back to But the you know, this is where his message is confusing. Well, I, I strongly support is it about the law which guarantees or is it about your a constitutional opinion? right to a woman yeah, to make I, the most intimate, most difficult in many one's cases constitutional decisions law about her health care that uh, one can imagine. And in this case, it's not only about Roe v. Wade. It is about what's happening right now in she America. She looks like a president right So there. many states are putting very stringent regulations on women that block them from exercising that choice to the extent that they are defunding Planned Parenthood, which, of course, provides all kinds of cancer screenings and other benefits for uh, women in our country. Donald has said he's in favor of defunding Planned Parenthood. He even supported shutting the government down to defund Planned Parenthood. Mm. I will defend Planned Parenthood. I will defend Roe v. Wade, and I will defend women's rights to make their own health care decisions. Secretary and we have come too far to have that turn back now. And in, indeed, he said women should be punished, that there should be some form of punishment yep, uh, for that's going women back to a uh, previous town hall obtain like abortions. And I could just not be more opposed to that kind of thinking. I, I'm going to give you a chance to respond, but I want to ask you, Secretary, Watch for highlights of that. Next. how far you believe the right to abortion goes. You have been quoted as saying that the fetus has no constitutional rights. You also voted against a ban on late-term partial birth abortions. Why? Because Roe v. Wade very clearly sets out that there can be regulations on abortion so long as the life and the health of the mother are taken into account. And when I voted as a senator, I did not think that that was the case. The kinds of cases that fall at the end of pregnancy are often the most heartbreaking, painful decisions for families to make. I have met with women who, toward the end of their pregnancy, she seemed really genuine until just right here. Could get that their health the is in jeopardy. I have story. Continue yeah. to carry to term, or that something terrible has happened, or just been discovered uh, about the pregnancy. 
I do not think the United States government should be stepping in and making those most personal of decisions. So you can regulate if you are doing so with the life and the health of the mother taken into account. Mr. Trump, your reaction, and particularly on this issue of late-term partial birth Well, abortion. I think it's terrible. Uh, if you go with what Hillary is saying, in the ninth month, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb <laughs> of the mother. Just prior to this, the is, this is such a this is such now, a dividing issue. Okay. This is designed to polarize. And oh yeah, that's okay. But it's but here's, let's let's be real. Anybody that considers them, themselves a conservative likely is in most cases doesn't really want to interfere with other people's lives. They yeah. would like them to be moral, but for the most part, everyone is left to manage their own lives. And if they want to get an abortion, that's that's bad in your estimation, in your moral right. guide. But, but I don't even think they're in late-term abortions. They're not talking about an nobody abortion Nobody wants late-term, no. But not even at nine months. I, I think they're talking, what, three, four months? What are they? over the course of my life. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. And I do not believe the government should be making it. You know, I've had the great honor of traveling across the world on behalf oh. of our country. I've been to countries oh. where governments. I wish one of them would just say, "This is a polarizing like issue," and I think the American China people are with me, and I'm done. Right, and just move on. Their children, yeah. like they used to do in Romania. Well, I mean, and I can oh, tell go ahead, you Mike. The government has no, no there's, there's really not a lot of value in in, in these preceding two questions. I'm surprised that he's opening with them. Yeah. Sorry, Chase. I, 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 yeah. The only thing I can figure is that the idea is, well, if people are undecided, this is the one that's going to make them decided. Doing what I just said, doing that as late as one or two or three or four days prior to birth. This is gross. Nobody has that. All right. This is gross. But no one's saying that. No, it's uh, gross. There is almost no issue. I mean, she talks about and one thing that I I agree with Hillary on is, yeah, get the government out of it. Let people make the decision. I don't know if she's trying to play to that libertarian kind of view a bit. I I think this is secure. This might also be one thing that plays to people. Immigration. Right. So now we're going to immigration. Secretary Clinton, you say that within your first hundred days as president, you're going to offer a package that includes a pathway to citizenship. Uh, the question really is, why are you right and your opponent wrong? Mr. Trump, you go first in this segment. You have two minutes. Well, first of all, she wants to give amnesty, which is a disaster and very unfair to all of the people that are waiting in line for many, many years. That plays. We need strong borders. Yep. In the audience tonight, we have four mothers of... I mean, these are unbelievable people that I've gotten to know over a period of years whose children have been killed, brutally killed by people that came into the country illegally. You have thousands he of mothers. He loves bringing women to the audience. Yeah, he does. All over the country. <laughs> He's a showman. They're coming it's in illegally. Drugs are pouring in through the border. We have no country if we have no border. Hillary wants to give amnesty. She wants to have open borders. The border secure, as you know, the Border Patrol agent, 16,500 plus ICE last week endorsed me first time they've ever endorsed a candidate it means their job is tougher Tell they know true. what's going on they know it better than anybody they want strong borders they feel we have to have strong borders i was up in new hampshire the other day the biggest complaint they have it's with all of the problems going on in the world many of the problems caused by hillary clinton and by barack obama (laughs) (laughs) biggest problem is heroin that pours across our southern borders just pouring that does seem to be a serious issue right now the blood of their youth and plenty of other people I think that's we more due to, to uh, the ramp, the, uh, the the amount of medication that's the out there. Well, I was just going to say that's the ramp addiction. addiction. Yeah. We're getting the drugs, yeah. they're getting the cash. We need strong borders. We need absolute. We cannot give amnesty. 
Now, for a sniff. I want to build the wall. We need the wall. Build that the wall, border patrol. I'm going to make them pay for it. want the wall. Lasers. Stop the drugs. That wall seems to play for some reason. One of my first acts will be to get all of the drug lords, all of the bad ones. We have some bad, bad. We'll keep the good ones. The good ones. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get them out. We're going to secure the border. And once the border is secured at a later date, we'll make a determination. I know the good drug lords, the the pharmaceutical companies. We have some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. Bad hombres. Wow. Say goodbye to the votes. I'll drink some bad hombres. Trump. There you go. Wow. Well, as he was talking, I was thinking about a young girl I met here oh, in Las Vegas, Uh-oh. Carla, uh, <laughs> that who I have a video was clip very worried that her parents might be deported. Because, video tweeted out right now. Uh, she was born in this country, but they were not. They work hard. They do everything they can to give her a good life. And you're right. I don't want to rip families apart. I don't want to be sending parents away from children. I don't want to see the deportation force that Donald has talked about in action in our country. <laughs> we have 11 million undocumented people. They have 4 million American citizen children, 15 million people. He said as recently as a few weeks ago in Phoenix that every undocumented person would be subject to deportation. Now, here's what that means. It means you would have to have a massive law enforcement presence where law enforcement officers like, would get be going TSA. school to school, home to home, business to business, rounding up people who are undocumented. And we would then have to put them on trains, on buses to get. We're going to watch. Country. Go ahead. This is getting very Germany 1940s here. We're going to watch a picture painted here that's kind of just an assumption on her part how it actually go down. And what, listening to these two, keep in mind, one of these two is going to be yeah. the face you have to watch for the next four years at least. And now remember, you know, Trump has talked about rounding up people too. So some of the stuff she's not really pulling out of her butt. She's just repeating what no, he said. No, no, but like the, the semantics on how you would pull it off, she doesn't. Oh, know. yeah, yeah, totally. Getting rid of any violent person Anybody who should be deported, we should deport them. When it comes to the wall that Donald talks about building, he went to Mexico. He had a meeting with the Mexican president. Didn't even raise it. He choked and then got into oh. a Twitter war because the Mexican oh. president oh. said, we're not paying oh. for that. You know, you, you know he's so like, I think he's we are feeling it. A nation I, I, of look at those eyes. Do you think she, she does that on purpose to yes. bait him into it? She Absolutely. Is. She yeah. is. Act accordingly. And that's why I'm introducing comprehensive so, immigration reform clever. within the first hundred days with a path to citizenship. Thank you, Secretary Clinton. I want to follow Chris, up. I, I think it's I okay. think I should respond to that. First of all, I had a very good meeting with the president of Mexico. <laughs> of, very course nice man. of course you did. Uh, <laughs> we will uh, be doing very much better with Mexico on trade deals. Believe me, uh, the NAFTA <laughs> deal signed by her husband is one of the worst deals ever made. Believe me. One of the worst. Wait, we're not talking anybody. about trade right now. It's a disaster. Or Hillary Clinton Bill. wanted the wall. Hillary Clinton fought for the wall in 2006 or thereabouts. Now, she never gets anything done, so naturally the wall wasn't built. <laughs> but Hillary Clinton wanted the wall. Well, let me, we let are me, wait, a country sir, of me, laws. Let me, we either let me, have, and, and by the way, I, no, wait, I'd, like from, well, well, I'd, like from, I'd like to hear from Secretary Clinton. Wow. I voted for border security, and there are... And uh, some, there are some limited places where There's that was first interruption. There also is necessarily going to be new technology and how best to deploy that. Uh, but new tech- it is drones. clear when you look at what Donald has been proposing, he started his campaign bashing immigrants, calling Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals there and drug know. dealers, uh, that he has a very different view about what we should do to deal with immigrants. Now, what I am also arguing is that bringing 
undocumented immigrants out from the shadows, putting them into the formal economy will be good because then employers can't exploit them and undercut Americans' wages. And Donald knows a lot about this. He used oh. undocumented Ooh. labor to build the Trump Tower. He underpaid undocumented workers. And when they complained, he basically said what so a lot smart. of employers do. You complain, I'll get you deported. I want to get everybody out of the shadows, Watch out get for the more information on that. working, and not let employers like Donald exploit undocumented workers, which hurts them, but also hurts American workers. Mr. Trump. President Obama has moved millions of people out. Nobody knows about it. Nobody talks about it. But under Obama, millions of people have been moved out of this country. They've been deported. She doesn't want to say that, but that's what's happened. And that's what's happened. Big league. Uh, Big as league. As moving these <laughs> people out and moving, we either have a country or we don't. We're a country of laws. We either have a I love the fact that don't. he completely now, glosses over back anything she said about him citizen. using illegal very people. Unfair. We have millions of people. Don't even acknowledge it the right way. They're yeah. online. They're waiting. We're going to speed up the process. Big league because it's very but they're online and they're waiting to become citizens. Very online. This line somebody sucks. runs across the border, becomes a citizen. Under her plan, you have open borders. You would have a disaster on trade and you will have a disaster with your open borders. I, I wanna, but we, what she doesn't will. say is that President Obama has deported millions and millions of people just the way Secretary it is. Clinton, I wanna, we, I, we, Secretary Clinton. We will if, not sec- have open borders. Well, let me that add, that is a, a rank mischaracterization. Yeah, 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 we will have secure borders, but we will also have reform. And this used to be a bipartisan issue. Ronald Reagan Se- was Secretary the last Clinton. president Excuse to me. sign uh, immigration reform. And George W. Bush supported <laughs> wow, it Wow, look at well. her. She's running. I want to Chris Wallace. position on this issue because in a speech you gave to a Brazilian bank for which you were paid $225,000 WikiLeaks that you said this, and I want to Here it comes. My dream is a hemispheric common market with open trade and open He's doing borders. It. So wow. that's Thank the question. You. Well, Thank you, he well, says. Oh my God. That's the question. Please quiet, everybody. Is that your dream? Everybody board? knows this is well, the real scandal. Went on to read There's the rest of the sentence. The I was talking about uh, energy. You know, we trade more energy with our neighbors than we trade with the rest of the world combined. She's and prepared. I do want yeah. us to have a, a, an electric this. grid, an energy system that crosses borders. I think that would be a great benefit to us. That's but you are uh, very clearly uh, quoting from WikiLeaks. And what's oh, really here, important oh, about we WikiLeaks do that? Oh, is that Give me a break. the Russian government oh. has engaged in espionage against <sighs> Americans. This is they weak. Have but did you American say it? Yes or no? Uh, websites, American accounts of oh. private people, oh. of institutions. Oh. Then they have given that information to WikiLeaks for the purpose of putting it on the Internet. No, the this dead guy that you had killed in D.C. is the, the one that gave it to WikiLeaks. From you mean young Seth? In yes. an effort, as mm. 17 of our intelligence agencies have confirmed, to influence our election. So I actually think the most important question of this evening, Chris, oh, is... God. Finally, will Donald Trump admit and condemn that the Russians oh. are doing this and Wait, make listen, it clear listen to this. that he will not this is, have the help of Putin in half. this election, that he rejects <laughs> Russian espionage against Americans, <laughs> which he that means uh, actually throw out anything they find the is what she's Those trying to do right now. We this is We've never had anything like Where's this happen in any of our elections what? before. That she is a little rattled. She's rattled. Look at her. She's rattled. Her nose is running. Okay. How did we get on to Putin? Her nose is running. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on, folks, because this is going to end up getting out of control. Let's try to keep it quiet so 
for the candidates. Wow, look at him taking control. Just to finish on the borders. Yes. She wants open borders. People are going to pour into our country. What's going on with people her nose, dude? Come in I know, she's Syria. a little rattled. She wants 550 Well, you don't like it when people hack people her email and read Then Barack <laughs> Obama, and he has thousands and thousands of people. They have no idea where they come from. And you see, we are going to stop radical Islamic terrorism oh, come in this country. On. Stop she with won't the even mention the words. Stupid taglines. Oh, come Obama. on, Donald. Let's so, I just is he giving her to the whole trade thing? Is he giving her an out? I don't know Putin. He said nice no, things here we go. about me. Here we go. If we got along well, that would be good. If That's what Russia her own email said. The United yeah. States got along well and went after sure. ISIS. You have to that say, would be good. did you say he it, yes or no? No respect for her. He has no respect for our president. Oh, and I'll tell you what, we're in very serious trouble because we have a country with tremendous numbers he of might nuclear warheads. By this. He's going to screw it up. The way, He's going to miss the shot. They expanded and we didn't. 1,800 nuclear Jeez. warheads, Jeez. and she's playing this chicken. This is why he's going to lose. He has her. Well, he's, well, wait, wait, she's so playing chicken with the new power is what he's has saying. no respect for this no, person. Well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United States. No puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the Russians have engaged wow. in cyber attacks against the United States clear. of America, that you encouraged espionage against our people, that you are willing to spout the Putin line, sign up for his wish list, break up NATO, do whatever he wants to do, and that you continue to get help from him because he has a very clear favorite in this race. So I think that this is such an unprecedented uh, situation. We've never had a foreign now she's looping back on this. Interfere in our she election. just said this. 17, 17 intelligence agencies, civilian and military, who have all now concluded. We're, we're calling that private companies intelligence agencies? Attacks. These cyber attacks come from the highest levels of the Kremlin, we and they are watched, designed watch episode to influence yeah. our election. Go watch it. I find that deeply disturbing. And I None think of it holds China. up. None no of it holds up. Whether it's Russia, China, it, or anybody else. I am not quoting she has myself. No idea. I am quoting Hillary, you 17, have no idea. 17 Good for you. Intelli- do you doubt 17 our, our military has and no civilian idea. agencies? Yeah, well, he's calling. Yeah, I'd rather it. believe Vladimir Putin than the military and civilian intelligence professionals who are sworn to the public believes. I, I don't know, but she's so full of shit, it's unbelievable like on this. Because Putin Mr. has outsmarted her at every Mr. step Trump. of the way. Oh, Excuse me. Mr. Putin has Mr. outsmarted Mr. her in Mr. Syria. Trump. He's outsmarted her at every step of the way. I do get to ask some questions. Yes, And I would like to ask you this direct question. The top national security officials of this country do believe that Russia has been behind these hacks. Even if they, you don't they actually know for sure what believe, it's still no proof. Any interference by Russia in the American election? By Russia or anybody else? You condemn their interference? Of course I condemn. Of course I can. I don't know Putin. I have I'm, no I'm idea. I'm I never you, met yeah. Putin. This is not my best friend. But if the United States got along with Russia, wouldn't be so bad. Let me tell you, Putin has outsmarted her and Obama at every single step of the way. I think that's Whether a good answer. Syria, actually. That's actually you know, true. You name it, missiles. Take a look Sniff at the startup eight. that they signed. The Russians have said, according to many, many reports, Nose I again. can't believe they allowed us to do this. They create warheads and we can't. The Russians can't believe it. She has been outsmarted by Putin. And all you have to do is look at the Middle East. They've taken over. We've spent six trillion dollars. They've taken over the Middle East. She has been outsmarted 
and outplayed worse than anybody I've ever seen in any government we're, whatsoever. We're a long way away from immigration, but I'm going to let you finish this topic. Well, you got I've, about 45 I, seconds. Yeah, I've, and she always I, will be. I, I find it uh, <laughs> ironic that he's Damn. raising nuclear wow. uh, weapons. This is a person who has been very cavalier, even casual, about the use of nuclear weapons. He's Wrong. advocated more countries getting them, Japan, Korea, even Saudi Arabia. He said, well, if we have them, why don't we use them, which I think is uh, terrifying. But here's the deal. The bottom She's line She's the one that on joked about droning Assange. Yeah. That when the Can't president gives this guy? the order, it must uh-huh. be right. followed. Yep. There's about four minutes between the order being given and the people responsible for launching nuclear weapons to do so. And that's why 10 people who have had that awesome responsibility have come out and in an unprecedented way said they would not trust Donald Trump with the nuclear codes or to have his finger on the nuclear button. This feels like a I weak issue. 200 generals and admirals, 21 endorsing me, 21 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients. As far as Japan and other countries, we are being ripped off by everybody in the world. We're defending other countries. We are spending a fortune doing it. They have the bargain of the century. All I said is we have to renegotiate these agreements because our country cannot afford to defend Saudi Arabia, Japan, Germany, South Korea, and many other places. We cannot continue to afford. She took that as saying nuclear weapons. Look, she's been proven to be a liar on so many different ways. (laughs) This is just another lie. Well, I'm just quoting you uh, when there's we're no asked quote. About You're not going to find a quote from nuclear, me. Nuclear uh, uh, competition in Asia. You said, you know, go ahead, enjoy yourselves, folks. That kind and defend of yourselves. That, well, and defend yourselves. I didn't say nuclear and defend yourself. United States has kept the peace through our alliances. Donald wants to tear up our alliances. I think it makes the world safer, and frankly, it makes the United States safer. I would work with our allies in kind of Asia, lean in of a new world Europe, order kind in the of Middle a East taste. and elsewhere. Oh, we're better That's together. We're going to be we're gonna, able to no, keep we're gonna, peace. we are going to move on to the next topic, which is the economy, and I hope <laughs> we handle we that go. as well as we did immigration. Wow. Uh, you also have very different ideas about how to get the economy growing faster, Secretary Clinton. In your plan. Government plays a big role. Uh, You see more government spending, more entitlements, more tax credits, more tax penalties. Uh, Mr. Trump, you want to get government out with lower taxes and less regulation. We're going to drill down into this a little bit more. But in, in this overview, please explain to me why you believe that your plan will create more jobs and growth for this country and your opponent's plan will not. In this round, you go for a Secretary Clinton. Well, I think when the middle class thrives, America thrives. And so my plan is based on growing the economy, giving middle class families many more opportunities. Uh, I want us to have the biggest jobs program since World War II, jobs in infrastructure and advanced manufacturing. I think we can compete with high wage countries, and I believe we should. New jobs and clean energy, not only to fight climate change, which is a serious problem, but to create countries? new opportunities Europe? and new businesses. Yeah, she referring I to want us to EU do more to help small business. Like That's where two-thirds Norway, of the new Denmark. jobs are going to come from. I want us to raise the national minimum wage because yeah, is, is people the who live in poverty down the value to, scale? who work full-time should not still be in poverty. And I sure do want to make sure women get equal pay for the work we do. 
I feel strongly Maybe that we you have do that to with have an war education with system that starts with preschool <laughs> and goes through college. That's why I want more technical education in high schools and in community colleges, real apprenticeships to prepare young people oh. for the jobs of the future. I want to make college debt-free and for families making less than $125,000, you will not get a tuition bill from a public college or university. But your books will be super expensive. With Bernie Sanders uh, is enacted. And we're going to work hard to make sure Bernie that it is drop. because we are going to go where the money is. Most of the gains in the in your last speeches? years since the Great Recession have gone to the very top. Oh. So we are going to have the wealthy pay their fair share. We're going to have mm. corporations uh, make a contribution greater than they are now to our country. That is a plan that has been analyzed by independent experts, which said that it could produce 10 million new jobs. By contrast, Donald's plan has been uh, analyzed to uh, conclude it might lose uh, three and a half million jobs. Why? Because his whole plan is to cut taxes, to give the biggest tax breaks ever to the wealthy and to corporations, adding $20 trillion to our debt and causing the kind of dislocation that we have seen before, because it truly will be trickle-down economics on steroids. So the plan I have, I think, will actually produce greater opportunities. The plan he has will cost us jobs and possibly lead to another great recession. Secretary, thank you. Mr. Trump, why will your plan create more jobs and growth than Secretary Clinton? Well, first of all, before I start on my plan, her plan is going to raise taxes and even double your taxes. Her tax plan is a disaster. And she can say all she wants about college tuition. And I, I wonder how post-2008 Americans view tuition, this particular issue. The rest of the public's going to be paying for it. We will have a massive, massive tax increase under Hillary. I think this Clinton's election will, will give us a little indication like of that. I'd like to start off where we left. Because when I said Japan and Germany, and I'm not to single them out, but South Korea, these are very rich, powerful countries. Uh, Saudi Arabia, nothing but money. We protect Saudi Arabia. Why aren't they paying? She immediately, when she heard this, I questioned it. And I questioned NATO. Why aren't the NATO questioned? Why aren't they paying? Because they weren't paying. Since I did this, this was a year ago, all of a sudden they're paying. And I've been given a lot of, a lot of credit for it. All of a sudden they're starting to pay up. Oh, pay up. No. They're protecting people. They have to pay up. And I'm a big fan of NATO, but they have to pay up. She comes out and said, we love our allies. We think our allies are great. Well, it's awfully hard to get them to pay up when you have somebody saying, we think how great they are. We have to tell Japan in a very nice way. We have to tell Germany, all of these countries. In a nice South way. Korea, we have to say, you have to help us out. We have, during his regime, during President Obama's regime, we've doubled our national debt. We're up to $20 trillion. So my plan is to negotiate trade deals. We're going to have a lot of free trade. We're going to have free trade, more free trade than we have right now. But we have horrible deals. Our jobs are being taken out by the deal that her husband. But honestly, it's not the just the deals; it's our own waste within our, our own jobs government. Are being sucked out of our economy. You look at well, we we have uh, structural problems with the tax code. And yeah. I won't go on this rant again. But you go to any of them. You go upstate yeah. New York. Our jobs have fled to Mexico and other places. We're bringing our jobs back. I am going to renegotiate NAFTA, and if I can't make a great deal, then we're going to terminate NAFTA and we're going to create new deals. We're going to have trade. But we're going to term, we're going to terminate it. We're going to make a great trade deal. And if we can't, we're going to do it. We're going to go no. a separate way because it has been a disaster. We are going to cut taxes massively. We're going to see the problem with his NAFTA line is he can't do what he says he wants to do. Yeah. And I don't think it really I don't I don't think most U.S. citizens in the general election understand the intricacies and the nuances of NAFTA. 
Well, not just but, but the after, is, but of, of the promises that they're making in the first place. Like well, I think there is a tide of frustration that most of the products in your house aren't made here. Yes. But, but people don't want to lose their job because their company lost a bunch of money because, you know, the president tried to do something crazy. I have mm-hmm. said repeatedly throughout this campaign, I will not raise taxes on anyone making $250,000 or less. I also will not add a penny to the debt. I what have talked about what I'm going to do. He will, through his massive tax cuts, add $20 trillion to the debt. Well, he mentioned the debt. We know how to get control of the debt. When my husband was president, we went go. from a $300 billion deficit Clinton to a $200 Brand is billion built on dollar surplus. And we were actually yeah. on the path. To eliminating the national debt. There you go. When President Obama came into office, he inherited the worst economic disaster since the Great Depression. He has cut the deficit by two thirds. So, yes, one of the ways you go after the debt, one of the ways you create jobs is by investing in people. So I do have investments, investments in new jobs, investments in education, skill training and the opportunities for people to get ahead and stay ahead. That's the kind of approach that will work. Cutting taxes on the wealthy, we've tried that. It has not worked the way that uh, it has been. I want to pursue your plan uh, because in many ways it is similar to the Obama stimulus plan in 2009, uh, which has led to the slowest GDP growth since 1949. Correct. Thank you, sir. Uh, you told me in July what? when we spoke Jeez. that the problem is that Trump. President Obama didn't get to do enough in what he was trying to do with this stimulus. So is your plan basically more, even more of the Obama stimulus? Well, it's a combination, Chris. And let, let me say that when you inherit the level of economic catastrophe that President Obama inherited... Uh, It was a real touch-and-go situation. I was in the Senate before I became Secretary of State. I've never seen uh, people as physically distraught as the Bush administration uh, team was because of what was happening to the economy. I personally believe that the steps that President Obama took saved the economy. He doesn't get the credit he deserves for taking some very hard positions. Isn't that kind of his thing? But it was a terrible recession. what? So now we've done what hard decisions that he have to make in that regard. That Bush really started the bailouts. Yeah, is that we invest from the middle out and the ground middle out, not the top down. That is not like Pine Piper. That's why what I have put forward. Is she referring to the GM? But it is the kind of approach that will enable more people to take those (laughs) new jobs, higher paying jobs. We're beginning to see some increase in incomes, and we certainly have had. A long string of increasing jobs. We've got to do more. A long string. To get the whole economy moving. Yeah, okay, and that's what I believe I will Sure, be able to you do. have more jobs, but the numbers Even aren't conservative great. economists no. who have looked at your plan say that the numbers don't add up, that your idea, and you've talked about 25 million jobs created, 4% over a 10 year period growth is unrealistic. Uh, and they say, you talk a lot about growing the energy industry, they say with oil prices, as low as they are right now, that's unrealistic as well. Your response. So I just left some high representatives of India. They're growing at 8%. Uh, China is growing at 7%. China. And that for them is a catastrophically no, low What number. have we been at, like? We are growing. Our last report came out, and it's right around the 1% level. Yeah. And I think it's going down. Last week, as you know, la- at the end of last week, 
they came out with an anemic jobs report, a terrible jobs report. In fact, anemic. I said, is that the last jobs report before the election? Because if it is, I should win easily. It was so bad. The report was so bad. Look, our country is stagnant. We've lost our jobs. We've lost our businesses. We're not making things anymore, relatively speaking. Our product is pouring in from China, America, pouring India, in from Vietnam, again. pouring in from all over the yeah. world. Com- comparing I've an economy with so the United States, India, this has been China such an is pretty. Education for me, Chris. You can't. I've gotten yeah. to know so many. I've and I think so everybody kind of knows that one. Year, and they cry when they see what's happened. I pass factories well, that were thriving. Based on the percentage of how much we spend on defense alone, you know, it's her husband ridiculous. Signed and she blessed well, it's just the, the employment structure and the it base wage structure doesn't. It's horrible what's happened to these people yeah. in these communities. Yeah. Now, she can say that her husband did well, but boy, did they suffer as NAFTA kicked in because it didn't really kick in very much, but it kicked in after they left. Boy, did they suffer. That was one of the worst things that's ever been signed by our country. Now she wants to sign Trans-Pacific Partnership, and she wants it. She lied when she said she didn't call it the gold standard in Mm. one of the debates. She totally lied. She did call it the gold standard, and they actually fact-checked, and they said I was right. I I, I would not bring up the fact-checks if I was here. Yeah, you're going to come out behind on that one. Which is Obamacare, but go ahead. Well, briefly. First, let me let me say, number one, uh, when I saw the uh, final agreement for TPP, I said I was against it. It didn't meet my tests. I've had the same. That's a nice line. I think it it works well enough for Hillary supporters. Further our national security. I'm against it now. I'll be against it after the election. I'll be against it when I'm president. We'll see. She better now that she's come out so hard against it. She's actually shipped jobs to Mexico because that's Donald. He's shipped jobs (laughs) to 12 countries, (laughs) including Mexico. But he mentioned China. And, you know, one of the biggest problems we have with China is the illegal dumping of steel and aluminum into our markets. I have fought against that as a senator. I've stood up against it as secretary of state. She takes a lot of notes. has bought Chinese steel and aluminum. It makes you look, you know, like you're doing something besides taking a beating. So he goes around with crocodile tears about how terrible it is. But he has given jobs to Chinese steel workers, not American steel workers. That's the kind of approach that is just just not going to work. We're going to pull the country together. We're going to have trade agreements that we enforce. That's why I'm going to have a trade prosecutor for the first time in history. Trade and prosecutor. And we're going to enforce those agreements. And we're going to look for businesses uh, Adding more government. by buying American products. I ask a simple question. She's been doing this for 30 years. Why the hell didn't you do it over the last 15, 20 years? You, you know, were very voted- much involved. Excuse me. <laughs> you were very much involved in every aspect God. of this country. Very much. And you do have experience. I'd say the one thing you have over me is experience, but it's bad experience because what you've <laughs> oh, done man. has turned out badly. For okay, 30 then. years, you've been in a position to help. And if you say that I use steel or I use something else, China. I make it impossible for me to do that. I wouldn't mind. The problem is you talk, but you don't get anything done, Hillary. You don't. Oh. Just like when you ran the State Department. She hates when he uses her name. Six billion dollars was missing. How do you miss six billion dollars? Scratching the bottom the of her lip. the State Department. Six billion dollars was either stolen. They don't know. It's gone. Six billion dollars. Oh, a little factoid. If you become president, this country is going to be in some mess. Believe me. Well, first of all, what he just said about the State Department is not only untrue, it's been debunked numerous times. Hmm. Uh, but 
I think it's really an important issue. He raised the 30 years of experience. So let me just talk. What do you think she feels the need to correct them right there? If it's so blatantly children's defense fund, I was taking on discrimination against African-American kids. Yeah, that is a soft spot. He was getting sued by the Justice Department for racial discrimination in his apartment buildings. In the 1980s, I was working to reform the schools in Arkansas. He was borrowing $14 million from his father to start his businesses. In the 1990s, I went to Beijing and I said women's rights are human rights. He insulted a former Miss Universe, Alicia Machado, called her an eating machine. And on the day when I was in the Situation Room monitoring the raid that brought Osama bin Laden to justice, he was hosting the Celebrity Apprentice. So I'm happy to compare my 30 years of experience, what I've done for this country, trying to help in every way I could, especially kids and families, get ahead and stay ahead with your 30 years, and I'll let the American people make that decision. I wonder why she didn't mention Libya. I think I did a much better job. I built a massive company, a great company. He should mention Libya right here. Anywhere in the world. Uh, worth Syria. many, many billions of dollars. Uh, I started with a $1 million loan. I agree with that. It's a $1 million Benghazi, loan. Maybe. I built a phenomenal company. And if we could run our country the way I've run my company, we would have a country that you would be so proud of. You would even be proud of it. And frankly, uh, when you look at her real record, Here take we a go. look at Syria. Take a look at the migration. Take a look at Libya. Wow. Take a look at Iraq. She gave us ISIS because her and Obama There's created that smile. this huge There's vacuum. There's that smile. And a small group came out of that huge vacuum because when they we should have never been in Iraq. But once we were there, we should have never got out the way they wanted to get out. She gave us ISIS as sure as you are sitting there. And what happened is now ISIS is in 32 countries. And now I listen how she's going to get rid of ISIS. She's going to get rid of nobody. All right. We're, we are going to get to foreign hotspots in a few moments, but the next segment is fitness to be president of I the think United they, I States. I think that was Mr. a good Trump, answer Trump, at him. the last debate, you said your talk about grabbing women Here we go. was just that talk, and that you'd never actually done it. But and since, since then, then, as we all know, Ooh. nine women have come forward and said that you either groped them or kissed them without their consent. Why would so many different women from so many different circumstances over so many different years, why would they all in this last couple of weeks make up? You deny this. Why would they all make up these stories? And since this is a question for both of you, is his voice Secretary shaking a little Clinton, bit? I don't know. Mr. Trump says what your husband did and that you defended is. was even worse. Yeah, he's trying to Mr. put this. Trump, you go first. Well, first of all, one for those him. stories yeah. have been largely debunked. Uh, Those people, I don't know those people. I have a feeling how they came. I believe it was her campaign that did it. Just like if you look at what came out today on the clips, where I was wondering what happened with my rally in Chicago and other rallies where we had such violence. She's the one in Obama that caused the violence. There it is. They hired people. They paid them $1,500. And they're on tape saying, be violent, cause fights, do bad things. I would say the only way, because those stories are all totally false. I have to say that. And I didn't even apologize to my wife, who's sitting right here, because I didn't do anything. I didn't know any of these women. I didn't see these women. These women, the woman on the plane, the woman, I I think they want either fame or her campaign did it. And I think it's her campaign. Because what I saw, what they did, Mm -hmm. which is a criminal act, by the way, where they're telling people to go out and start fistfights and start violence. And I'll tell you what, 
in particular in Chicago. People oh. were hurt and people could have been killed in that riot. And that was now all on tape started by her. I believe, Chris, <laughs> that she got these people to step forward. If it wasn't, they get their 10 minutes of fame. But they were all totally, it was all fiction. It was lies and it was fiction. Hmm. Well, Secretary Clinton. At, at the last debate, we heard Donald talking about what he uh, did to women. And after that, a number of women have come forward uh, saying that's exactly what he did to them. Now, what was his response? Well, he held a number of big rallies where he said that he could not possibly have done uh, those things to those women because they were not attractive enough for I, I did uh, not say to that. I did not say that. In fact, he went on but to say... Her two, her two minutes, sir, her two minutes. But he, did he, not it, say that. It's he, her two minutes. He went on to say, uh, look at her. I don't think so. About another woman, he said, that wouldn't be my first choice. He attacked the woman reporter writing the story, called her disgusting, as he has called a number of women uh, during this campaign. Yikes. Donald thinks belittling women makes him bigger. He goes after their dignity, Yikes. their self-worth. And I don't think there is a woman anywhere this who is doesn't know him. what that feels like. Yeah, so look at his, uh, his right eye. What Donald thinks and what he says here, and how he acts toward women. He's kind of squinty. That's who Donald is. I think it's really up to all of us to demonstrate who we are and who She's our going country slow. is. And to stand She's taking up her full two minutes. Be very clear about what we expect from our next president, how we want to bring our country together, where we don't want to have the kind of pitting of people one against the other, where instead we celebrate our diversity. We I lift suspect people up, that's going to be an issue for you to make Hillary. our country even greater. America is great because America is good. And oh, it really is there you go. up to all of us to make that well, true that it. now and in the future, and particularly for our children and our grandchildren. Mr. Trump. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Nobody. Nobody, Nobody has more respect. Did you hear the crowd Everybody. laughing at him? And yeah. Yikes. frankly. He's got to stop using that. Nobody have been largely debunked. And I really want to just talk about something slightly different. Jeez, this is she mentions this which is all, oh, fiction, no. all fictionalized, Dumpster fire. probably or possibly started by her and her very sleazy campaign. Oh, but I will Dude, tell I, you, OK, what isn't fictionalized are her emails where she destroyed oh. 33,000 emails criminally, criminally after getting a subpoena from the United Another, States uh, Congress. Like lips from what Hillary. happened to the FBI? I don't know. We have a great general, four star general today. You read it in all the papers going to potentially serve five years in jail for Petraeus. lying to the FBI. One lie. She's lied hundreds of times to the people, to Congress, and to the, to the FBI. He's going to probably go to jail. This is a four-star general. And she gets away with it, and she can run for the presidency of the United States? That's really what you should be talking about, not fiction, where somebody wants fame or where they come out of her crooked campaign. Secretary Clinton. Well, every time uh, Donald is pushed on something, which is obviously uncomfortable, like what these women are saying, 
Um, he immediately goes to uh, denying responsibility. Uh, and it's not just about women. He never apologizes or says he's sorry for anything. So well, we know what he has said this one thing, what he's actually. done to yeah. women. But, but he, he also started blaming went Hillary. after a disabled reporter, mocked and mimicked him on Wrong. national television. He went after Mr. and Mrs. Khan, the parents of oh, a this, that's last debate. young man who died serving our country, yeah, Gold Star Family, because sexist. of their five-star family. Or gold star he family. went after gold John star, McCain, yeah. a prisoner of war, said he prefers line. people who aren't captured. Is she just reading the line he from the last one? He went after a federal judge, she must born have in Indiana, in front of her. But who this Donald is the same attack from last debate to try the fraud and racketeering case against Trump University because his parents were Mexican. So it's not one thing. This is a pattern, oh, a go. pattern she's of divisiveness ah. of a very her, though, dark she's, and she brings everybody in many together. Ways dangerous vision of our country well, where no he expense. incites violence, where he applauds people who are pushing and pulling and punching at his rallies. That is not who America is. <laughs> did she just is. talk and about the fights at the I rallies? Yeah, she as just we did. move in the last yeah. weeks of this That seemed campaign, like a huge mistake. More and more people will understand that just gave what's him a perfect... at stake in this election. It really you does come down what kind yes. of country we are going to have. <laughs> He's like, thank you. So sad when she talks about violence Here we go. See, exactly. at my rallies and she caused the violence. It's on tape. It's on tape. It is, too. Things are false, it's honestly, I'd love to talk about getting rid of ISIS, and I'd love to talk about uh, other things. Okay. But those other charges, as she knows, there, are false. In this, in this bucket about fitness to be president, there's been a lot of developments over the last 10 days since the last debate. I'd Huge like to bucket. ask you about, about Better the questions basket. that the American people Chum have. Bucket. Secretary Clinton, during your 2009 Senate confirmation hearing, you promised to avoid even the appearance of a conflict of interest. Oh, good. This could be good. Your wow. With the Clinton Foundation while you were Secretary of State. But emails show that donors got special access to you. Yep. Those seeking grants for Haiti relief were Friends of Bill. considered separately from non-donors. And some of those donors got contract, government contracts, taxpayer money. Say friends of Bill. Can you really say that you kept your pledge to that Senate no, committee? I don't think and he wants to do that. What because he what went on tries to keep it to the Between these two. you and the Clinton Foundation, why isn't it what Mr. Trump calls pay to play? Well, everything I did as Secretary of State was in furtherance of uh, uh, our country's interests and our values. The State Department has said that. I think that's been proven. I got to pick happy. these guys somehow. Fact, I'm thrilled to talk about the I got to vet them somehow. This is the best way to do it. World renowned charity. You know, is that such and a bad I'm argument? I'm so proud though, of the work that it does. I know, does. You know I know I that I can trust them. I know. I know I don't have the time. But did they buy that trust because of their money? Just briefly. Um, if she mentions if she mentions the AIDS people around the world yeah. with HIV AIDS to afford treatment look into and the company that made the medication the people in the world who are getting treatment in partnership with the American uh, Health Association we have made environments in schools healthier Se- for Secretary kids including Clinton, healthier respect, lunches. respectfully this is a this is an open discussion well it is an open I, discussion I understand <laughs> the specific oh, question yeah. to pay for play do you want to well, talk about that well no, think, look, but there is no evidence there is a lot of evidence yeah, about well the very good work and it's a and criminal enterprise and so many people know it it's a criminal enterprise Saudi Arabia giving 25 million dollars all of these it's not even a legal enterprise women and women's totally rights. corrupt so these are people that push gays off business off buildings these are That's people true. that kill women and treat women horribly 
and yet you well, take their money. Saudi Arabia. So yeah. I'd like to yeah. ask you right well, now, why don't you give back the money that you've taken from certain countries that so I say Saudi Arabia. Certain say groups it. of people. He can't. He can't. So horribly. Why don't you give back the money? Well, I think Saudi it would be a great gesture. Well, because she takes a tremendous amount of money, and you take say a look at the Saudi people Arabia. of Haiti. I was say in it. Little Haiti the other day in Florida, Uh-oh. and I want to tell you, they oh, hate the Clintons. Haiti does because hate the Clintons. what's happened in Haiti with the Clinton Foundation true. is a disgrace. And you know it. It's a crime against humanity. It, everybody knows. Secretary well, Clinton. very quickly, we um, at the Clinton Foundation spend 90 percent, 90 percent of all the money that uh, is donated on behalf of programs of people yeah. around the world and in our own country. I'm very proud of that. We have the highest rating from the watchdogs that uh, follow That's foundations. And I'd be happy to compare what we do with the Trump Foundation, which took money from there other people and bought a six foot portrait of Donald I mean, who does that? (laughs) It just was astonishing. But when it comes to Haiti, Haiti is the poorest country in our hemisphere. The earthquake and the hurricanes, it has devastated Haiti. Uh, Bill and I have been involved in trying to help Haiti for many years. The Clinton Foundation raised $30 million to help I really encourage you to Google this a little bit and look into the Clintons in Haiti and their entire history since before the disaster and after. If you're thinking about voting for Hillary, just consider looking into that. And And we're going to keep working to help Haiti because it's an important part of the American experience. They don't want you to help them anymore. I'd like to mention one thing. Trump Foundation, small foundation. People contribute. I contribute. The money goes 100 percent, 100 percent goes to different charities, including a lot of military. I don't get anything. I don't buy boats. I don't buy planes. What happens? Wasn't some of the money money used to settle your lawsuit, sir? No, we put up the American flag and that's it. They put up the American flag. We fought for the right in Palm Beach to put up the American flag. He's not afraid to go after both sides here. was imposed by Palm Beach County. There was. There was. And by the way, the money. Also, I think this format lends him to be able to do that, too. The money that you're talking about went to Fisher House, where they built houses for veterans and disabled. I want to get into one last. But, of course, there's no way we can know whether any of that is true because he hasn't released his tax returns. He is the first candidate ever to run for president. In the last 40 plus years, who look has into the taxes of the Clinton Foundation, so everything he says about charity or anything else, uh, we can't uh, prove it. You can look at our tax returns. We've got them all out there. But what is really troubling uh, is that we learned in the last debate he has not paid a penny in federal income tax. We learned that. And we were talking about mm, immigrants a few that. minutes ago, Chris. You know, half of all immigrants, undocumented immigrants in our country actually pay federal income tax. Uh-oh. So we have undocumented immigrants in America. That's true. And they get screwed. They never get any tax than a billionaire. Yeah, absolutely correct on that. Astonishing. We're entitled because of the laws that people like her pass to take massive amounts of depreciation and other charges. And we do it. And all of her donors, just about all of them. I know Buffett took hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, Soros, George Soros. Took hundreds we, of millions we, of dollars. Let me just explain. I admire Pinchin Soros. Most of her donors Mr. Trump, have done the same thing we, as I did. Okay. Well, and you know what she we, should have done? Folks, we heard and this. you know, Hillary, what you should have done? You should have changed the law when you were a United States senator. If folks, you don't like we heard it. this. Yeah. Because your donors and your special interests Chris is trying are doing to get the same thing here. as I do, except even more so. Hey, well, have you ever seen that show, Pardon the Interruption, where they mute? You take in so much That's what they need to do here. In my apartment today, on a very beautiful hotel, down the street, known as Trump. Made with Chinese. Rooms are available right now. I sat there 
I <laughs> laid with Chinese steel. Ad she pulled a trump. Ad after it, false ad, all paid for by your friends on Wall Street that gave so much money because they know you're going to protect them. And frankly, uh, you should have changed M- the Trump, laws. If you don't like what I did, you should have changed Mr. the law. Mr. Trump, Ooh. I want to ask you about one last question in, the, in this topic. You have been warning at re- rallies recently that this election is rigged and that Another great talk Hillary topic Clinton bring up. is in the process of trying to steal it oh my from gosh, you. It's- Your running mate, Governor Pence, pledged on Sunday that he and you, his words, will absolutely accept the result of this election. Today, your daughter Ivanka said the same thing. I want to ask you here on the stage tonight, do you make the same commitment that you will absolutely absolutely accept the result of this election? I will look at it at the time. I'm not looking at anything now. I'll look at it at the time. That is a bad answer. What I've seen is so bad. First of all, the media is so dishonest and so corrupt that is actually the and the pylon is so amazing. Yep. The New York Times actually wrote an article about it that they don't even care. It's so dishonest and they've poisoned the minds Uh-oh. of the voters. But unfortunately for them, I think the voters are seeing through it. I think they're going to see through it. We'll find out this on November 8th, but I think they're going to see through it. But, but, sir, there's if a... You look, look at her face. His answer was terrible. Look, look at her face. Rolls, yeah. She's delighted. She was. Millions of people that are registered to vote. Millions. This isn't coming from me. This is coming from Pew Report and other places. Millions of people. He keeps, he's bearing himself more and more as he talks right here on this answer he's, alone. He's hoping that everybody's so, going to see these videos that have come out where they talk about busing people about in and getting them to vote. The he's, that's came out. That just came out. Right. No, none of the media is talking about it. But it's not illegal to give money to bus poor people into No, it's not. But they are talking. No, I mean, they're talking about people, even people across state lines to vote and stuff. And just in that respect, I say it's rigged. Because she but, should never, but, Chris, she should never have yes. been allowed to run for the presidency <laughs> based on what she did with emails and so many other I, things. I think that sir, there true. is a tradition in this country. In fact, one of the prides of this country is the peaceful transition of power and that no matter how hard fought a campaign is, that at the end of the campaign, that the loser concedes to the winner. Not saying that you're necessarily going to be the loser or the winner, but that the loser concedes to the winner. It's amazing that, that this is even a question. It's so it's so forecasting that he's going to lose. Yeah, it's really bad. What I'm saying is that I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. This is okay. a bad Let answer. Terrible answer. Horrifying. It's only getting worse. You know, yeah, every horrifying. Time Donald horrifying. thinks things are not going in his direction. He claims whatever it is is rigged against him. Uh, the FBI conducted a year-long investigation into my emails. They Ugh. concluded there was no case. Just he this week, quid pro quo was, was leaked by WikiLeaks. Yeah, he lost it was. the Iowa caucus. He lost the Wisconsin primary. What was the pro quo? He said the Republican primary. To give the FBI more operations and yeah, more slots. It didn't happen, but they, the Hillary camp offered it. He claims the court system. And the FBI and the agent, regardless if they meant it to be so or not, took it as quid pro quo and reported it. when... He didn't wow. get an Emmy for his TV program three years in a row, and he Yo, started tweeting that the Emmys were rigged. Against Should have gotten it. This, <laughs> this is a mindset. This is this is how Donald thinks. This is really thinks. good, and it's and funny, it's, this is but true. it's also really troubling. Okay, now, that is not the way She's, our democracy works. We've been around for two hundred and forty well, years. To be fair, we've he gave the most terrible answer you could give. Yeah, he, we've yeah. accepted the outcomes when we may not have liked them. 
And that is what must be expected of anyone standing on Mention a debate stage during a general yeah, election. Yeah, you know, exactly. President Obama said the other day, when you're whining before oh, hold, the game is finished, Damn, it just this is shows bad for Trump. You, you're not up yeah, to this, doing this, the job. This whining is and not a good color. You know, she just won the election. What he is saying yeah. and what that means. Uh, he is denigrating. He's talking down our democracy. Talking down. Talking down from New York, son. That somebody who is the nominee of one of our two major parties would take that kind of position. I think what the FBI did and what the Department of Justice did, including meeting with her husband, the attorney general, in the back of an airplane on the tarmac in Arizona, I think it's disgraceful. I think it's a disgrace. All right. I think we've never had a situation uh, uh, hold, so hold bad. Hold on, folks. This, okay, there's a crowd. This doesn't do... Any good for anyone. Let's please continue the debate and let's move on to the subject of foreign. Man, Trump's talking spots. to Fox News watchers and Hillary's talking to everybody that watches all the other news Mosul networks. Has begun. And demographics mean Hillary and the Democrats if will win for the next 30 years. In pushing ISIS out of that city and out of all of Iraq, the question then becomes what happens the day after? And that's something that whichever of you ends up, whoever of you ends up as president, is going to have to confront. I wish, maybe. Will you put. U.S. troops into that vacuum to make sure that ISIS doesn't come back or isn't replaced stupid, by something even worse. Secretary Clinton, you go first in this segment. You have two minutes. Well, I am encouraged that uh, there is an effort led by the Iraqi army, uh, supported by Kurdish forces, and uh, also given the help and advice from the number of is special this, forces and this, other Americans on the what ground. But I will not support putting American soldiers into Iraq as an occupying force. I don't think that is in our interest, that's and I don't think that would be smart to do. In fact, force. Chris, I think that would be a big yeah. red flag for ISIS to reconstitute force. The goal mm. here force. is to take back right. Mosul. It's going to be a hard fight. I've got no... Uh, illusions about that. Now you know all and about Syria, don't you? to press into Syria to begin to take back and move on Raqqa, which Between is the, the two candidates, she's the one that knows the real situation in Syria. That the hard work that American uh, military advisors have done will pay off and that uh-huh. we will see yeah. uh, a, real, a really successful military operation. But oh, we know oh. we've got lots of work to do. Syria will remain a hotbed of oh, terrorism oh. as long as Assad? the civil war aided Assad? and abetted by the Iranians and the Russians if continue. We're really worried about terrorism? So I have said, look, we need to keep our eye on ISIS. A That's civil war that has been aided by the Russians and the Iranians. Why we have to go after you them started. from the air, on but, the ground, But they're backing online. up the legitimate Why government. We have to make sure here at home we don't let yes, terrorists buy weapons if you're too dangerous it. to fly, you're too dangerous to buy a gun. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to uh, push for a no-fly zone and safe oh, havens Jesus within Syria. So war with Russia. Russia. Oh, no. World War III is Salam. That's her economic stimulus package. War. Hey, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Syrian government a no-fly zone over a sovereign company that's being defended by a, by a yes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this being defended by a partner that they invited in political track mr trump same question if we are able to push isis out of mosul and out of iraq will would you be willing to put u.s troops in there to prevent their return or so we're done else? talking about aleppo also so sad we had mosul what's aleppo but when she left when she took everybody out we lost mosul now we're fighting again to get mosul the problem with Mosul and what they wanted to do is they wanted to get the leaders of ISIS who they felt were in Mosul. 
about three months ago, I started reading that they want to get the leaders and they're going they're going to attack also. Whatever happened to the element of surprise? Okay, we announced we're going after Mosul. I've been reading about going after Mosul now for about how long is it? Hillary, three months. These people have all left. They've all left. The element of surprise. Douglas MacArthur. Does this play? George Patton. A little bit. I mean, he does make a very good point. Yeah, why are we always doing that on the news? So we're now fighting. Oh, we're going to attack. Because the real shit we're doing doesn't go on the news? Right, because the real stuff is not being said. Yeah. And Mosul's going to be after we eventually get it. And the only reason they did it is because she's running for the office of president. And they want to look tough. They want to look good. He violated the red line in the sand. And he made so many mistakes, made all mistakes. That's why we have the great migration. But she wanted to look good for the election. So they're going in. But he really has no Mosul idea what he's talking about here. We'll take Mosul eventually. By the way, if you look at what's happening, much tougher than they thought. Much, much tougher, much more dangerous, going to be more deaths than they thought. But the leaders that we wanted to get are all gone because they're smart. They say, what do we need this for? So Mosul is going to be... A wonderful thing, and Iran should write wonderful us a thing. letter of thank you, just like the really uh, stupid, the stupidest deal of all time. A deal that's going to give Iran absolutely nuclear weapons. Iran should write us yet another letter saying thank you very much. Either because he believes Iran, this or he believes ago, what he's fed. Iran is taking over Iraq, something they've Let's wanted to do forever, but we've made it so easy for him. So we're not going to take Mosul. Yeah, that's and very you know true. who's going to be the beneficiary? Iran. Boy, are they making I mean, they are outsmarting. Look, you're not there. You might be involved in that decision, but you were there when you took everybody out of Mosul and out of Iraq. You shouldn't have been in Iraq, but you did vote for it. You shouldn't have been in Iraq. But once you were in Iraq, you should have never left the way. The point is, the big winner is going to be Iran. That was well, that was was a word. Once again, uh, Donald is implying that he didn't support the invasion of Iraq. I said it was a mistake. I've said that years ago. He has consistently oh denied she, what don't is do this. a very <laughs> yeah. fact that <laughs> she, before she, the invasion, he supported it. And, you know, I just want everybody to go Google it. Google Donald Trump Iraq, and you will see the dozens <laughs> Eric Schmidt's of got sources all set up. <laughs> which verify that he was for you know, the invasion really of Iraq. Scary here? Hmm. And neither of them have the even challenged, and neither has Wallace, that, that maybe that we shouldn't be involved in these little affairs of these tiny nations. No, they, yeah. they can't do that because, no. A, you're playing against into yeah. another opponent. That's what the citizens really want discussed. Yeah. Why the F are we why, over Why do I care about Why do I care about Syria? What's really important here is to understand all the interplay Mosul is a Sunni city. Mosul now, is on the border of here. Syria. Yeah. And yes, we do need to go after Baghdadi. And uh, Baghdadi. just like we went after uh, Bin Laden. Oh, uh, another Bin Laden uh, announcement. Doing Celebrity Apprentice. And we brought oh. him to justice. Oh, what? We need to go after the leadership, but we need to get she rid of them. She used the same for the second time in this debate? estimated several thousand fighters in Mosul. They've been digging underground. They've been prepared to defend. It's going to be what did Rubio always say? But I, I said think we can take back Mosul and then we can move on into Syria and take back Raqqa. This is what we have to do. I'm, 
I'm just amazed that he seems to think that the Iraqi government and our allies and everybody else launched uh, the attack on Mosul to help me in this election. But that's how Donald thinks. You know, he always looking for some. Chris, we don't gain anything. Iran is taking over Iraq. Secretary Clinton. Iran is taking over Iraq. We don't gain anything. We would have gained if they did it by surprise. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Secretary Clinton, it's an open discussion. We would have gained if they did it by surprise. Then you do. Now, John Podesta said you have terrible instincts. Bernie Sanders said you have bad judgment. Sanders. I agree with both. Well, you should ask Bernie Sanders who he's supporting for president. And he has said, as he has campaigned for me around the country, (laughs) you are the most dangerous person to run for president in the modern history of America. I think he's right. Let's (laughs) turn to Aleppo. Oh, we're still talking (laughs) about Aleppo. In the last debate, what's Aleppo? About... The situation in the Syrian I think they're bringing up Aleppo, Aleppo and I want to follow just up to try to put another nail into Gary Johnson. You said yep. several things in that debate which were not true, sir. Uh, yeah. You said that Aleppo has basically fallen. Oh. In fact, there, in fact, there are. It's a, it's a catastrophe. I it mean, is a catastrophe. A but there, there are a quarter. Have you of seen a, it? Have you seen it? Sir, have you seen what's happened sir, to Aleppo? If, if I might, You're going after him, Chris. Okay, so it hasn't fallen. Take a look at it. Well, there are a quarter of a million people still living there and being in slaughtered. In ruins. You also yeah. And they are being slaughtered yes. because of bad decisions. At, if I may just finish here. And you also said that, ISIS, that Syria and Russia are busy fighting ISIS. In fact, they have been the ones who've been bombing and shelling eastern Aleppo. Uh, and they just announced a humanitarian Because the mercenaries we've hired are invading. They have been bombing and shelling Aleppo. Would you like to clear that up, sir? Well, uh, Aleppo is a disaster. It's a humanitarian nightmare, but it has fallen from the sta- from any standpoint. I mean, what do you need, a signed document? Take a look at Aleppo. It is so sad. The civilians living in Aleppo happened? are not the and rebels. They're people that are part of, this, yeah. of the government of because Syria. Yeah. is by fighting Assad, who turned out to be a lot tougher than she thought, and now she's going to say, oh, he loves Assad. She's just, he's just much tougher and much smarter than oh, her and Obama. God. And everyone well, thought he Russia was gone two years ago, three years ago. He aligned, he aligned with Russia. He now also aligned with Iran, who we made very powerful. We gave them $150 billion back. We give them $1.7 billion in cash. I mean cash, bundles of cash as big as this stage. Oh, God. We gave them $1.7 billion. Now, they have lined, he has aligned with Russia and with Iran. They don't want ISIS, but they have other things because we're they have other backing. Things. We're backing rebels. We don't know who the rebels are. It's true. We're giving them lots of money, it, lots of everything. We don't know who him, the rebels are. And when and if, and it's not going to happen because you have Russia and you have Iran now. You could also mention that another Clinton Foundation donor is arming them. Yeah, with, you know, and he, while he's got a great point here. 
the problem is he 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 shifts his his, his focus so rough. much yeah. that he it's loses hard to the, he loses the audience and he loses the people that he really wants to try to convince. Yeah. He's not willing to go far enough to say that we just shouldn't be involved. Period. Tens of thousands. He still feels shackled to me. Refugees who probably, in many cases, not probably, who are definitely me... in many cases ISIS aligned, and we now oh. have them in our country. And wait till you see this is going to be the great Trojan horse. And wait till you see. What happens in the coming years? Lots of luck, Hillary. Thanks a lot for doing a great job. Secretary Clinton, you have talked about, and in the last debate and again today, that you would impose a no-fly zone to try to protect the people of Aleppo and to stop the killing there. President Obama has refused to do that because he fears it's going to draw us closer or deeper into the conflict. And General Joseph Dunford, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, says you impose a no-fly zone Chances are you're going to get into a war, his words, with Syria and, and Russia. So the question I have is, if you impose a no-fly zone, first of all, yeah, how do you respond the goal, to their right? concerns? Secondly, if you impose a no-fly zone and a Russian plane violates that, does President Clinton shoot that plane down? Well, Chris, first of all, I think a no-fly zone could save lives and could oh. hasten the end of the conflict. Wow. I am well aware of the really legitimate that concerns means, yes. that you have expressed from both the president wow. and the general. Wow. Uh, this would not be done just on the first day. This would take a lot of negotiation. It would also take making it clear to the Russians and the Syrians that our purpose here was to provide safe zones on the ground. We've had millions of people leave Syria, and those millions of people... Uh, inside Syria who've so been dislocated. So Russia's trying to set up humanitarian corridors through the U.N., and the U.S. wants to set up their own. Russia's solution seems to be more of a multinational solution. Right, in the best that everybody should be on board with. It would help us with our fight against ISIS. But I want to respond to what Donald said about refugees. He's made these claims repeatedly. I am not going to let anyone into this country who is not vetted, who we do not have confidence in but i am not going to slam the door on women and children i that picture of but those that guys four-year-old boy oh, again calling out this one the blood coming down his face you, you're starting to suspect maybe her campaign had something to do with the, the way so it was spread we are going to do very careful thorough vetting that does not solve our internal challenges with ISIS. Right. And our is the government hasn't been very good in the vetting. That's been also been proven. Muslim community She's starting to kind of go shotgun on this. She's starting to jump around a bit. And prevent attacks. In fact, the killer of the dozens of people Whoa, at the nightclub in Orlando, the she Pulse nightclub, was born in Queens, the same place Donald was born. So let's be clear about what the threat is and how we are best going yeah. to be able to meet yeah, it. She, and yes, she had some an of that threat there. emanates from over in Syria and Iraq. She's looking a little... And we've got to keep I think antivirus kicked in there. ISIS. And some of it is we have to up our too much black magic. much smarter here Folks, at home. I want to get into our final segment. But, but I just have to... It's, it's so quick. ridiculous what you... She will defeat ISIS. We should have never let ISIS happen in the first place. And right now they're in 32 countries. Okay. You should have never... Eating Wait them. one second. Yes. They had. ISIS <laughs> fire three weeks ago. A ceasefire, United States, Russia, Syria. And during the ceasefire, Russia took over vast swatches of land. And then they said, we don't want the ceasefire anymore. We are so outplayed. That's bullshit. On yeah, missiles, that's, not that's literally not what happened. They are outplayed. Now, she wasn't there. I assume she had nothing to do with it. 
I hope but Wallace jumps Alan on him. Alan Cunt is so cool. uh, He's, he's up against the clock. Assad, he's got to move on to the next and, topic. And by the way, and by Iran. But I think he would. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Well, Trump, Secretary Clinton, no, we need to move on to our final segment, right, and that James. is the national debt, which has not been discussed until tonight. Our national debt as a share of the economy, our GDP, is now 77%. That's the highest since just after World War II. But the nonpartisan committee for a responsible federal budget says, Secretary Clinton, under your plan, debt would rise to 86% of GDP over the next 10 years. Mr. Trump, under your plan, they say it would rise to 105% of GDP over the next 10 years. Not good. Question is, why are both of you ignoring this problem? Mr. Trump, you go first. Well, I say they're wrong because I'm going to create tremendous jobs. And we're tremendous. bringing GDP from Amazing. really 1%, which is what it is now. Oh, and boy, here we go again. It'll be less than zero. Uh, but yeah, we're bringing it from 1% up to 4%. And I actually think we can go higher than 4%. I think you can go to 5 or 6%. I can make and the numbers, if too. if we do, you don't have to Let's bother just say asking seven. your question. Because you we have a tremendous like machine. Uh, we will have created yeah, a tre- tremendous economic machine once again. To do that, we're taking back jobs. We're not going to let our companies be raided by other countries where we lose all our jobs. We don't make our product anymore. It's very sad. But I'm but the problem is he's going to bring a, up the or Hillary's going to bring up his ties. We were, from the standpoint of industry, we used to be there. We've given it up. We've become I mean, yeah. very, very sloppy. We've had people that are political hacks making the biggest deals in the world, bigger than companies. You take these big companies, these trade deals are far bigger than these companies. And yet we don't use our great leaders, many of whom back me and many of whom back Hillary, I must say. But we don't use those people. Those are the people. These are the greatest negotiators in the world. We have the greatest business people in the world. We have to use them to negotiate our trade deals. We use political hacks. We use people that get the position because they gave they made a campaign contribution. And they're dealing with China and people that are very much smarter than they are. Hmm. So we have to use our great people. But with that being said, we will create an economic machine, the likes of which we haven't seen in many decades. And people, Chris, will again go back to work and they'll make a lot of money and we'll have companies that will grow and expand and start from Secretary a meeting Clinton. with any of well, his crap. First, they were when, projects I, when I or hear products. Donald talk like that and know that his slogan is make America great again, I wonder when he thought America was great. Uh, and before uh, he uh, rushes and says, you know, before you and President Obama were there, I think it's important to recognize that he has been criticizing um, our government for decades. You know, back in 1987. He took out a $100,000 ad in the New York Times during the time when President Reagan was president and basically said exactly what he just said now, that we were the laughing stock of the world. He was criticizing President Reagan. This is the way Donald thinks about himself, puts himself into you know, the middle and says, you know, I alone can fix it, as he said on the convention stage. But if you look at the debt, which is the issue you asked about, Chris, I pay for everything I'm proposing. I do not add a penny to the national debt. 
I take that very seriously because I do yeah, think you're just gonna it's be one of the more. issues we've got to come to grips with. So when I talk about how we're going to pay for education, how we're going to invest in infrastructure, how we're going to get the cost of prescription drugs down, and a lot of the other issues that people talk to me about all the time, other issues. I've made it very clear, we are going where the money is. We are going to ask the wealthy and corporations to pay their fair share. They're going to ask. And there is no evidence whatsoever that that no, but will Chris, they're slow just gonna down ask. or diminish our growth. In fact, if I they think say just no the through a speech, we'll have what economists call eh, middle out growth. Or a donation. We've got yeah. to get middle back out, middle to rebuilding out. the middle class. The Man, families she's of reusing these lines. That's where growth will come yeah. from. That's why I've I want to invest in tonight. you. I want to invest in your family. And I think that's the smartest way to grow the economy, to make the economy fairer. And we just have a big disagreement about this. It may be because of our experiences. You know, he started off with okay. his dad as a millionaire. I, uh, wait, 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 I started off with my dad as a small businessman. It's man. absolutely messaging. I think it's, Secretary you know, Clinton. it's a difference that affects how we see the world and what we want to do with the economy. Tom. Thank you, Hillary. I, Could I just respond? Well, no. Well, no because sir, I because did we're running disagree out of time. with Ronald Reagan very strongly on trade. I disagreed with him. We should have been much tougher on trade even then. I've been waiting for years. Nobody okay. does it right. And frankly, now we're going to do it right. All right. I, the one last area I want to get into with you in this debate is the fact that the biggest driver of our debt is entitlements, which is 60 percent of all federal spending. Now, the Committee for Federal uh, Responsible Federal Budget has looked at both of your plans and they say neither of you has a, a serious plan that is going to solve the fact that, that Medicare is going to run out of money in the 2020s, Social Security is going to run out of money in the 2030s, and at that time, recipients are going to take huge cuts in their benefits. So, in effect, the final question I want to ask you in this regard is, and let me start with you, Mr. Trump, would President Trump make a deal to save Medicare and Social Security that included both tax increases and benefit cuts, in effect, a grand bargain on entitlements? I'm cutting taxes. We're going to grow the economy. It's going to grow at a record rate. But that's going to be great. It's going to totally help you. And one thing we have to do, repeal and replace the disaster known as Obamacare. It's destroying our country. It's destroying our businesses, our small business and our big businesses. We have to repeal and replace Obamacare. You take a look at the kind of numbers that that will cost us in the year 17. It is a disaster if we don't repeal and replace. Now, it's probably going to die of its own weight, but Obamacare has to go. It's the premiums are going up 60, 70, 80 percent. Next year, they're going to go up over 100 percent. And I'm really glad that the premiums have started. At least the people see what's happening because she wants to keep Obamacare and she wants to make it even worse. And it can't get any worse. Bad health care at the most expensive He is being price. truthful about Obamacare. And replace Obamacare. Just one of his most prepped points. Secretary yeah. Clinton, same question, because at this point, Social Security and Medicare are going to run out. The trust funds are going to run out of money. Will you, as president, entertain, will you consider a, a grand bargain, a deal that includes both tax increases and benefit cuts to try to save both programs? Well, Chris, I am on record as saying that we need to put more money into the Social Security Trust Fund. That's part of uh, my commitment to raise taxes on the wealthy. My Social Security payroll contribution will go up, as will Donald's, assuming he can't figure out how to get out of it. Uh, But what we want to do is to replenish the Social Security Trust Fund by making sure that we have sufficient resources. And that will come from 
either raising the cap really and or finding that. other ways to get more money into it. I will not cut benefits. I want to enhance benefits for low-income workers and for women who have been disadvantaged by the current Social Security system. But what Donald is proposing with these massive tax cuts will result in a $20 trillion additional national debt. That will have dire consequences for Social Security and Medicare. And I'll say something about the Affordable Care Act, which he wants to repeal. The Affordable Care Act extended the solvency of the Medicare trust fund. So if he repeals it, our Medicare problem gets worse. What we need to do is go after the long-term health care drivers. We've got to get costs down, increase value, emphasize wellness. I have a plan for doing that, and I think that we will be able to get entitlement spending under control by with more resources and smarter decisions. This is the final time, probably to both of your delight, that you're going to be on a stage together in this campaign. (laughs) I would like it's to true. end it on a positive note. You had not agreed oh, man. to uh, what a closing statements, but it seems to me in a funny way that might make it more interesting wow. because you haven't prepared closing wow. statements. Wow. Oh. So like you each to take it. We're going to put a clock up a minute. Holy shit. the final question and the final debate to tell the American people why Wallace. they should elect you yeah, this to is, be the next president. This is to control this is the another message. another new mini-segment. Secretary Clinton, it's your turn to go first. Well, I would like to um, say to everyone watching tonight uh, that I'm reaching out to all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, and independents, because we need everybody to help make our country what it should be, to grow the economy, to make it fairer, to make it work for everyone. We need your talents, your skills, your commitment, your energy, your ambition. You know, I've been privileged to see the presidency up close. And I know the awesome responsibility Hmm. of protecting our country and the incredible opportunity of working to try to make life better for all of you. I have made the cause of children and families uh, really my life's work. That's what my mission will be in the presidency. I will stand up for families against powerful interests, against corporations. I will do everything that I can to Boy, make that sure that you have good jobs with rising incomes, a terrible, that your kids have good rating. educations from preschool through college. I hope you will give me a chance to serve as your president. Secretary Clinton, thank you. Mr. Trump. She's raising the money from the people she wants you have to one minute. control. Doesn't work that way. But when I started this campaign, I started it very strongly. It's called Make America Great Again. We're going to make America great. We have a depleted military. It has to be helped. It has to be fixed. We have the greatest people on earth in our military. We don't take care of our veterans. We take care of illegal immigrants, people that come into the country illegally better than we take care of our vets. That can't happen. Our policemen and women are disrespected. We need law and order, but we need justice. There goes our universities are a disaster. You get shot walking to the store. They have no education. They have no jobs. I will do more for African Americans and Latinos than she can ever do in ten lifetimes. Hmm. All she's done is talk to the African Americans and to the Latinos, but they get the vote and then they come back. They say, "We'll see you in four years." We are going to make America strong again, and we are going to make America great again, and it has to start now. We cannot take four more years of Barack Obama, and that's what you get when you get her. Obama's popularity are very good, by the way. Secretary Clinton, hold on just a moment, folks. Secretary Clinton, Mr. Trump, I want to thank you both for participating in all three of these debates. That brings to an end this year's debate sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. We want to thank the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and its students for having us. 
Now the decision is up to you. While millions have already voted, Election Day, November 8th, is just 20 days away. One thing everyone here can agree on, we hope you will go vote. It is one of the honors and obligations of living in this great country. Thank you and good night. So player of the game goes to Chris. Chris, yeah. I mean, out of all three debates, I think he did the best job as moderator. But I also think... But, so, I, but I also think that the format lended itself to him to do that. He waited. Uh, so Trump's still at his podium waiting for Clinton to go up and shake hands and let her pass. He doesn't want to even walk up to her. That's that's interesting. Um, boy, Trump does not look happy, does he? He, he did terrible. But here's the, here's the was, thing. Yeah. He beat himself on this in this debate. And I'm not trying to put a spin on like saying, oh, well, I'm big Hillary and I hate Trump. No. He lost this debate. I don't know how you're a Trump supporter and you could say that he did a great job here. Well, what's interesting to me, Chase, is he lost, but she didn't really win. She, I, right. I don't feel like she was super strong. He was just so I think that's what crappy. it is. Well, she, she she played super safe and, and repeating talking right. points and yeah. bringing up old stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and um, it really felt sort of like she just was able to hold the, the middle point, and that's all she had to do to win in this particular case. Right. You know, I feel like I walk away from this feeling the worst of all three debates. I can't believe this is the situation we're in, and yeah. it kind of makes me sick a little bit. You know, 300 I, million people in this country, and these are the two. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I'm a big John Oliver fan. I, I like I like his show uh, last week tonight, and this past week he uh, did a segment uh, talking about third party candidates and Jill Stein and and Gary Johnson, and he did the same kind of uh, fact check, if you will, speech, if you will, uh, that he you know you know would fact check on Hillary or fact check on Donald. And Gary and Jill aren't the greatest either. There's there's some situations. Yeah, that 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 felt a little bit like a hit piece to me. I mean, I know it felt that way, but so you can't deny where though, was the, what where was all the stuff from the WikiLeaks about Hillary? He's covered that stuff previously. This was about third parties. I know. I followed his coverage. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think he's been pretty pro Hillary consistently. Yeah, I'm with Chris on this. Well, so yeah. John Oliver is not. I think he just. I think he just. I think he just took the balls off of Gary Johnson and Jill's uh, campaigns. But I. Right. Yeah, I watched it too. I yeah. mean, it was his points are fair, and the quotes and stuff they talk about are. are you know, right. I've. I remember I've watched clips of Jill Stein saying that Wi-Fi makes people sick, and yeah. I don't know. Well, well, you know, people have been complaining that Johnson and Stein ha- weren't allowed in this de- the any of these debates. But you know what? I've listened to a lot of Gary Johnson. I, I I am considering voting for him. These two would eat him alive. Yeah, particularly Hillary. Like he he is not ready for that. I uh, I find this to be uh, a pretty poor situation that the American people yeah, find themselves totally in. in. Yeah, and this debate, while I feel like this touched on at least the big picture things that Americans the the most the most common day issues that Americans care about, where the previous two debates were things that nobody cared about, right. but they they also he seemed to intentionally go after really extremely decisive issues, and Trump brought it there himself, but. It, it to me overall felt like nothing of absolute substance. No, we got no. some substance, but we got like. some substance, and you, you know, it, it, it's it's sad, like you said, in a lot of ways that we're down to this, right? You know, on both sides of it, mm-hmm. and it's like, what do you do? And, and and then it begins to make you personally question, right? Like, so what can we do as a country to make this all better? 
to to change? Do we change the system? Do we uh, limit? Uh, you know, super restrict money involved. I mean, how, how I, do you solve it? How I do you walk, start to solve I, it? I walk away from this thinking uh, that a, a huge part of this is the role the media has played in in not properly covering all of this. I, I think I feel like if if Hillary was running against any other candidate, this WikiLeaks stuff and the Podesta emails would be burying her. I mean, it's just absolutely scandalous stuff. But because the discussion is instead about Trump's comments and, right. and kissing women, but but let's back it up a little bit though on that. It came down to the Republican Party and who they felt that they wanted to put together and put out there as their person uh, for president, right? But instead of bringing somebody in that could have played it safe, they decided to go with Trump. There was a lot of people that were even supporting him. You know, now that they've rescinded it, you know, they're trying to recircle the wagon, so to speak. But it's a little bit their fault, too. They put up this guy that is really not qualified, in my opinion. Right, But they didn't. Right. This is not about the Republican Party picking Trump. This is about a deal with the devil they made called the Southern Strategy, where they were going to take advantage. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. Uneducated white people who. Have, you see, this is the problem with uh, Trumpism. It's crazy. It's wrong. But underneath it are actual true grievances. But the grievances are a little ugly. Like, hey, as a white man, I used to have status and now I don't. Right. Which you don't like that. And also, I can't go to high school. I, and get I don't know if I I don't know time. if I want to lump. I don't know. That's that's a big that's, that's a big categorization yeah. because I think, uh, I think no, no, if you the, work out the math, if you work out the math, that's on the, the core, I, I, could, I could argue. Sure, there's some core demos yeah. there. But I think part of thing. Part of the thing that drew people to a Trump candidacy is anybody but one of the established. And I think there's people that are just so – they're so sick of all of the corruption, all of the Clinton Foundation right. type corruption that they wanted anybody but Hillary, anybody but another standard candidate. And the problem was is the DNC as, a, as, as, a, as a, an entire apparatus – was already behind Hillary. So there was never going to be anything but an established candidate from the Democrats. But the Republicans didn't have that sort of staged, stacked deck of cards. And so there was room for the American people to actually choose a chaos candidate. And if the American people had got their choice, it probably would have been Bernie Sanders, another chaos candidate on the left. It's just the DNC was stacked against him from the very beginning. Right. And it all comes back to the money. And then in the contrast, in the contrast... He looks he looks totally unhinged compared to her because she's so mainline. Oh yeah, and then of and course so polished. You've yeah. got you've got Bill Clinton yeah. going out there for her. you've got Barack Obama, Michelle, you've got Joe Biden, you've everybody. Got Michelle, yeah, Michelle has uh, proven incredibly powerful. There's Zuma, by the way, in the background right there. Yeah, yeah everybody's working with her. Also, uh, Hillary's medical guy is uh, that's the big guy next to Uma right there is uh, Hillary's uh, doctor that was used to be uh, Bill Clinton's heart surgeon. So Chase, I would I would love to hear this from you. What do you think? Because one of my the interesting trends that I've been kind of trying to map out is, you know, the history of the GOP. To be clear, the whole Trumpism theory that I'm putting forward is not what I believe myself, but what I do believe caused Trump to be nominated. What do you see, if any, impact on the future of the GOP uh, caused by, frankly, when he loses this election? Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would take great odds for him to overtake this, but you know, then again, we're dealing with Trump, right? Uh, it, I, the GOP is really going to need to, I think, either do a kind of like a clean house kind of a situation where, you know, make it very clear what they are and what they stand for. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, well, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. And, and, and not just take this, you know, oh, you know, 
anybody can come in and then flip flop back and forth or whatever and just make you know, it a clean. I don't know. Gosh, I just the reason statement why I'm, an the reason why I'm the reason why I'm stopping you is because it's just, just this all feels like we've been whitewashed a little bit by the absolute. 24-7 Hillary narrative that's on most of the media. Because let's be honest, if this was Kasich that was running against Hillary right now or Rubio, they would probably be doing way, way, way better. And they were, they are your standard, typical, right-wing Republicans. Right, right. There's nothing that's totally revolutionary about them. But picture this, picture so, this a Kasich versus Clinton right now. Right. Kasich would be doing much better. But the question here is, after the election and after... You know, all intents and purposes, Hillary becomes president of the United States. Your red book prediction comes through, Chris. What happens to the Republican Party? Does it just reset and go back into a traditional self? Is there permanent no. harm no. here? No, I think they're. I think in the lower levels of government, they've probably been emboldened, and they they will they will be constant constant foils in Hillary's side. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you're. You guys are really uh, missing what happened here, right? They wanted Rubio at the higher end of the RNC so bad. Yeah. Remember the paper from, was it uh, 12 or 08? Yeah. Where they identified the Latino demographic as their really their only hope of surviving yep. the demographic changes that, that are coming in the next 30 years. I mean, the thing when I say demographic changes, I'm literally talking about birth rates, right? Their, their base of support is going to die. Um, and I mean that in a not, you know, horrible way, but like age. You, you can't just say Trump was a bad bender and we're not like this anymore. This is now a part – I think this is like Samsung's exploding phones, right? It's a part of this their legacy and history. It's part of the brand now. It's part of the name Republican. You cannot I, – I, I can't imagine Republicans courting the Latino vote in particular uh, or the vote of unmarried women who is a group Trump cannot get any support from whatsoever. You know, I've been thinking about this too, and here's my thoughts on it, is I think they're already planning for this. I think this has been their go-to plan now for a little while. That's why all of the elites have always going to be, even the, even the Republican elites are voting Hillary. They're going to let her get in, and they're going to work at other levels of the government to prevent and, and, and see block her. And what they're going to do is all of these WikiLeaks leaks that are not being discussed right now, all of these emails. They're going to come up. It's going to be used for her entire right. presidency. They are going to destroy her as a, as a president, her name, her reputation. And that's they'll build their base for the Republicans out of pounding Hillary into the ground. That's at least I think their well, plan. I don't know if they'll be successful. And that's, and that's where Trump TV launches. Right. Right. No, no, I I know we all do this roll our eyes in the back of our head, but I think that's going to happen. I really well, think I really think that you're going to have a Trump TV. I, I don't think you'll call it Trump TV. They'll, they'll call it like America oh my God, or something. Call it Trump TV. Are you uh, kidding? Me? Well, maybe. I don't <laughs> Man, know. If they call it America. Yeah, of course, they'll call it Trump TV. I know. Yeah. But well, or Al Jazeera America. No, uh, but <laughs> but no, seriously, when he launches this network. It's going to be him. He's going to have people that think really think like him, and it's going to have that WikiLeaks outlet. It's it's going to be the tabloid channel of all the dirt, not only of Hillary, but if anything with a D at the end of it. It's yeah, really going to be the Republican channel. The, or the that's country. what Trump's going to try to make it. Live uh, update from the chat room. Dan says, I've just reviewed the back catalog. I've watched, listened to episodes 0 to 12 and 187 to 206. And so far, I have to agree 99.9% of the time, Chris Lass has been right. <laughs> ah, Real-time analysis on the show right there. I, I think this is, I think they've I think they've already planned to lose. That's why Paul yeah. Ryan immediately started, diver- months ago, of course, it's only been reported recently, but months ago, began diverting funds to Senate races. Yeah. This, is, this has been the game plan is they're just going to do what they did to Obama, only on at another level. And 
they will just run a candidate that is more likely to win the votes at that point in four years after they've spent four years trashing her. And things like Trump TV might be media outlets that help promote that yeah. and, and galvanize a remaining base there. to you know Because I think they'll look at it as not only can we keep these, these guys that are super, super upset, but we'll also be able to outreach to these. I think they're going to try to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying they're going to be successful, but I think that'll be their no, approach. I, I can't see a world where that works, yeah. Well, maybe I think that's their best hope. The last best hope. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, Chris, you, you, you think in four years uh, Hillary's out? Mm, no. You know what? I don't know. Give me, I'll have to watch the, how the ah, presidency unfolds. You're kind of leaning a little bit. I need bit. additional data. Are you saying you're leaning right? <laughs> I, I'm saying I need more data, really. Uh, right. So uh, I think our next live event as far as the election will, goes is the actual election itself. Yeah, we'll do, so Tuesday. Uh, yeah. and uh, that's it. But that's in three weeks. I'm hoping that uh, if time permits, and I really don't know if it will this week, but if time permits, I'm hoping to have a part two of this show that will cover all of the news and things that broke. Yep. But Mr. Dominic, thank you for staying up late, and thank you for joining us. Are you on Twitter, uh, uh, Michael? I am at Dumanuko. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you for having me. Oh, Absolutely. No. It's been great. And, of course, you can also catch Mike on the Coda Radio Program, which comes out on Mondays, and I'll be live on Monday over at JBLive.TV. That's right. But uh, join us live over at jblive.tv on a Wednesday. That's right. Get it converted to your local time zone at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar, and you can submit the stories you find interesting at unfiltered.reddit.com. Now, Mr. Nunes, are yes. you on Twitter? I am on the Twitter. I do what? tweet in 140 characters or less, at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. Animal. And if, and if you're following me today, I, I tweeted out a picture of one of the cool control rooms in a television studio in Seattle. I saw that. Yeah, I like that. I, I, it's so high-tech, man. Where yeah. can people follow you on the Twitter? Oh, me? Yeah, you. At Chris L-A-S... Or you can follow the network at Jupiter Signal for like live events, news releases, when uh, swags hey, happening. Hey Chris, don't forget the subreddit. You know, unfiltered.reddit.com. I, I, I know yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will sure not if you forget. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, you know what we should mention? Probably one more time. Our patrons. That patron. Patreon.com/slash/unfiltered. Right. Thanks to you guys, we're able to do this yeah. coverage and yeah. live show. So thank and you so much. Of course, we'll return to our regular format right. next week with overtime. And if I do get a second episode in this week, I will be thanking the patrons in there. So if you'd like to be thanked this week, you still have a chance. Patreon.com/slash/unfiltered. That's right. And next week's episode, episode two ten, I'll be reopening Chase's Sack oh. Club thirty three. So if you want to get in and give us your thoughts and feedbacks, who are you going to vote for if you live in the U.S.? If you live abroad, man, are you having a drinking game or what? So man, please. if people had a drinking game in this particular <laughs> debate, they might be sick right now. They may not be hearing this message right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you'll join us for 210. We're back to the regular format. And if you've watched this long on YouTubes, give us a thumbs up for long-form oh, content. thank you. Yes, yeah. please do. Okay, everybody. We'll see you right back here next, next week. week. Oh,